Welcome back to the No Clue Podcast, episode 84, We're getting close to that 100, a special 100 number. Yeah, we are. We are back. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Mike. I'm Tyler. Uh, um, all sports today. Yeah. Yep. It's a kind of an uneventful music uh, weekend. Yeah. There's some stuff we'll, we'll probably get into in, in future episodes, some, some small stuff. Yeah, and we gotta we gotta talk about you know why we played that as the intro. That's really it. Yeah. Um. So where are we starting? So apparently in the NFL, cheating is permitted. <laughs> oh, you're going right there. All right. I, I, I gotta start. I can't understand the, the reactions to this situation is, is shocking to me. I thought it was very weird too. Because it, there's two sides. There's Patriots are absolutely cheaters, and there's, eh, you know, who cares, really? They're just the, the smartest team in football. Yeah. And what I don't understand is people, to me, seem to be ignoring the facts. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, kind of similar to what's going on in our government right now with this impeachment stuff, mm-hmm. where it's... As far as I know, and I don't, I didn't research, I didn't like get into specifics of the case or whatever, but as far as I know, you are not allowed to film the opposing team's sideline. Right. That is illegal. Right. (laughs) And of all the teams to do this, for the the New England Patriots, who, who... 12 years ago got got fined $250,000 as an organization. They lost draft picks and their head coach got fined half a million dollars. What was that for? For Spygate. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> for for 12 years later, we come to whatever the situation was the explanation is eerily similar to the Spygate uh, excuses. Uh-huh. How does how am I as a casual football fan? How do I not look at that and think it's obvious they've been doing this shit for twelve years now? Right. To me, I don't understand how people are ignoring that fact. Because also, you look at the teams they don't, you know, play well against. It's the teams that. You know, improvise a lot, right? <laughs> because they're prepared for the other thing. If you don't impro- improvise, they already know, right? That's why Lamar Jackson had such a good game against them. I mean, because you really don't even have to call plays with Lamar Jackson. But look, <laughs> the worst Physi- part is, look at the team they're doing it against. <laughs> huh? Physicality could just beat them, no problem. Right, and look at the team they're doing it against. 
Yeah, that that one to me. That's where the validity of like, eh, who cares? It's the Bengals, right? But it's like that it doesn't that shouldn't matter, right? And to me, dog, to, for Belichick to come out and be like, "Yo, I had a hundred percent no knowledge of this," like, dog, you saying a hundred percent makes me think of you as suspect, right? Like, it just it makes no. How does Bill Belichick not know what's going on? Are you kidding me? You, you, Bill Belichick, who has every, who makes practically every decision for the organization. And where were they when they did it? They were in Cincinnati. Uh, it happened in Cincinnati. I'm pretty sure. So you know, like that's part of the team budget for someone to fly out there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like he knows. There's he, no way. Yeah. Dog, I'm tired of the Patriots getting away with that excuse. Tom Brady, the footballs were deflated, and you telling me you had no knowledge of what's going on? I was about to say, you're just going to skip over deflate gate. Well, that's more of a Brady thing to me than a Belichick thing. Yeah, well, I mean... But to me, to me, they're cut from the same cloth. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think either one of them do anything without the other knowing anyway. That's what I'm saying. I completely believe that. Yeah. And the and thing it, is, it's so much bigger than Belichick, too. And, it, like, I know, I think people put the blame right on Belichick. It, I shouldn't say the blame, but they go straight to him with the situation because, right. like, if if he's doing it, it's going to, like, take away from his greatness. But then they don't, like, take away from his greatness. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the point of you of people talking to Belichick about it and not over his head. Like, in the NBA, they would go over a coach's head for this. That's like, what I'm saying. It's got to be on craft. Yeah, because it, it the coach would not have any more interviews. It would be over. Like, they would go straight to the owner. They'd go straight to the GM. Like, they wouldn't talk to the coach in the NBA. But in the NFL, it's all on Belichick. And to me, like, I think it's weird that they do that and then still give him the benefit of the doubt. Because, like, obviously, it's more detrimental if he's doing it. Because then you're like, oh, man, like, is he really not that good of a coach? I mean, honestly, I don't think the NFL wants to really, like, investigate how long this has been going on. Of course not. Because if you expose that the Patriots have been doing this for, you know, as the conspiracy theorists have said, decades... And it's really worst I mean, part is, is what is the NFL still, doing that situation? It's people who are still praising him, praising them that think they've been doing it for decades. Yeah, like oh, they're just smarter than everybody else. Yeah, and that's not that's not scouting. <laughs> that's that's like illegal. Yeah, watch the film. That's what film is for. Every game is televised. <laughs> You're not supposed to be there looking at all the hand motions. Dog. Like, not, to, to me, the punishment has to be at. At at the worst case scenario, it has to be more than deflate uh Spygate. Yeah. Dog, you last time you, you find Bill Belichick half a million dollars. Mm-hmm. Like, if if you found out that it's pretty much the same shit happening over again, what are you gonna find him a full mill? He has to go. <laughs> Dog, Robert Kraft cannot take a two hundred fifty thousand dollar fine. You gotta find him like serious financial deficit 
But the NFL is such a joke, man. Their ethics are so messed up. That that's exactly the problem. Belichick would get hired right away. Of course. He'd be coaching the Cowboys next year. <laughs> <laughs> or the Panthers. Like, it would be so quick. Uh, for sure. I, I hate it, man. And that's what's kind of whack about it. Um, that is, it really means nothing. Just the fact that, you know, you know who that we were about, we were just talking about before we aired. Just the fact that he could just go to another team right after he's in a situation again and again. Like, it's just, oh man, it's so frustrating. Yeah, man, it is. It's, it's that, this this type of shit that makes people hate the NFL. Yeah. Like, football, people love football. Yeah, but nobody really loves the NFL. That that really is what it comes down to. And they don't do themselves any favors by handling these kinds of situations so poorly. They love football. They love competition. And to me, that is the job of these leagues is to maintain the competition. And what Belichick is doing, or the Patriots, or whoever is doing it, is. Is going against that. It's going against the ethics of competition. And that has to be, to me, that has to be a death penalty. That's what I'm saying. The punishment like has, to, has to be severe. Yeah. You, Belichick, you, gone. Josh McDaniels, gone. He went through this shit in Denver. I don't know his situation exactly. But he, he when he was the head coach in Denver, he got in trouble for this same shit. Yeah. They gotta be gone. This is the third time. Three strikes, you are out. Yeah. Clearly, financial penalties do not matter to Robert Kraft. Yeah. But I mean, we'll see. You know, again, we don't know all the facts. Maybe, maybe it comes out that they're innocent, and and that'll be that. The Bengals. Why? The, the fact that it's the same exact excuse. As Spygate. Like, you really go back to Spygate. It's the same exact excuse. And what, what was their excuse? Uh, that, oh, it's just um, it's just our video guys who are recording for a show, and they were told to um, just say that they work for Kraft Productions or something like that. Oh, uh, okay. And, and on top of that, the video guy, and this is definitive, the guy who got caught doing this, this current situation... He said, oh, my bad. Why don't we just forget about it and delete all the footage? <laughs> if you're recording for a TV show, why are you asking for the footage to be deleted? Right. That means that means as soon as you got caught, you knew this shit is illegal. It wasn't no, yeah. oh, they weren't aware of the rules. That means you were prepared to delete it. That's what I'm saying. If you're the willing Patriots, to delete it that quick. You mean to tell me the Patriots didn't know the rules? Bill Belichick doesn't know the rules? Right. Come on, man. That's that's just ignorant thinking. Right. <laughs> yeah. You're right, for sure. But let's get into another owner who has, uh, you know, been trash to an extent. Who's that? In a completely different way, I might add. Uh, Jerry Jones. <laughs> <laughs> what did Jerry Jones do this week? He didn't do anything specific this week, uh, but oh, okay. uh, the Cowboys have become more and more of a mess as the last, like, what, six weeks have gone on? Yeah. Uh, and and I've blamed Jason Garrett enough. I mean, I've, yeah. I've blamed... To me, their linebackers are insanely overrated. 
Mm-hmm. I, every time I watch the Cowboys, all I notice is their linebackers miss tackles. Yeah. And that's why every quarterback can run on them. Every running back can run on them. And every offense is comfortable against them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this, this to me, it's gotten so out of control, and it's entirely Jerry's fault. Yeah. And you know what else? For me, I don't see any... I don't see any fire, any grit out of the team. The team is just like, it's like they're just going out there because they're being made to play. I don't see them trying to win anymore as a team. I can't remember the last time I've seen them and said, man, you know, they really want to win this game. No, just Dak. And that's, you know, that's dwindling. But he's the only one that, for a while, consistently, I was like, oh, yeah, Dak's trying to win this game. Yeah, and, no one and, else on the field is. And Dak is not Aaron Rodgers. He's not Mahomes. But but anybody who knows football knows that. Right. And he's, like, right now, I mean, if they were <laughs> winning games, Dak Prescott would be going in the Hall of Fame as far as I'm concerned with yeah. the mess that they are right now. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I never thought I'd have to tell – uh, uh, the Dallas Cowboys owner who's been successful in the past, Jerry, STFU, <laughs> please. Yeah. Dude, stop coming out and talking about, oh, uh, Garrett's job is on the line. Oh, Garrett's job is safe. Oh, uh, our football guy, I love every guy we have here. Oh, our guys aren't playing as well as they should be. Yeah. Uh, let's. Uh, I'm worried about the Super Bowl run we have to make. Jerry, why don't you worry about winning next week's game? Right. You're talking about Super Bowl. Even Jason Garrett is smart enough to say, like, I don't care about what we can do in the playoffs. I'm worried about week to week. Right. And, and Jerry Jones is coming on here, and and part of it is just because he's just talking to, uh, you know, interviewers all the time, which I don't understand. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's just, Jerry, get out of the way, please. Yeah, I agree. I at agree. this point, he like, just makes himself look more like a fool every time. Exactly, he and it's like at this we point, we knew dumb. Jason Garrett had to be fired. I could ask you four years ago; you would have been like, "Absolutely, Jason Garrett has to go." Yeah. It's just and at this point, I mean, how long? How much longer can I blame him? Yeah. I'm, how ignorant I'm can you beyond... be to ignore the problem year after year? Yeah, I'm beyond blaming him for sure. That's what I'm it's, saying. And and I hate it because as much as I hate the Cowboys fan base, dog, how many, like, there's not many more loyal fan bases than Cowboy fans. I don't think there's any. I mean, Cowboy fans are just just insane. Yeah, they're the and, most loyal for sure. And I, dude, I, I'm watching, most... I'm watching some of the Cowboys fans that I know just, just like, get more and more depressed with each week and they're the most um like or the least geographic like there's cowboy fans everywhere yeah everywhere i think there's one of the only teams that i know of that have that have their fans like in all different places it doesn't matter where they're from you know some cowboy fans have never even been in texas yeah absolutely that's pretty i think it's cool but yeah i'm with you you can't you can't do this to your fans. That's what I'm saying. I mean, we've talked about, you know, we have personal issues with our NBA teams. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine being a Cowboys fans right now. 
Right. It's wor- It's worse than both of our NBA teams. That's to me. dude. I think they're they're setting themselves up to get annihilated by the Rams this week. Oh, for sure. Well, they should. The Rams are another team. Rams are very similar to the Cowboys to me as far as how they perform. But they've kind of flipped to me because the Cowboys are struggling later in the year. The Rams were struggling earlier in the year. Yeah. Rams yeah, actually true. are starting to like play better in the last couple weeks at least. Yeah. That's Whereas true. the Cowboys have just fallen off a cliff. Mm-hmm. Because we had the Cowboys the hottest team in the league at one point. Right. Coming out of that three and oh week, uh, first three weeks. Yeah, and they were dominant. Just yeah, <clears throat> sad. All the naysayers were right. Yep. The Stephen A's, the the Shannon Sharps, all those guys. <laughs> Stephen A is hilarious every time the Cowboys lose. Yeah, they're just like they're playing right into his hand too. <laughs> if there's any time to watch Stephen A, it's right after the Cowboys lose. It's hilarious, man. <laughs> When he comes in with the cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> he does some, like, stupid dance. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. Uh, and then he, when he talks with the accent, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I, I just feel bad because Jerry Jones is not going anywhere, which which not. makes me think uh, th- their problems aren't going anywhere. They're still probably, like, the third most expensive, you know, highest uh, value team in the league. Yeah, they got to be top three. Priorities on win, uh, not winning. It's on uh, income, right? Um, <clears throat> okay, let's get into some of the games. The Rams wax the Seahawks. Yeah, I was I was surprised by that. I was too. But but looking at the Seattle schedule, they've kind of been in a they've kind of been on edge for like a month now. Yeah, just playing difficult game after difficult game. Yep. Um, so, so I guess I shouldn't have been too surprised, and I, I didn't take away too much from it as far as Seattle goes. Mm-hmm. But, but as I mentioned, man, it, it's a good time to click as a football team at this point in the year. Yeah. Uh, you want to play better later than earlier, and uh, the Rams. I mean, golf, golf finally looked like you know the why they paid him all that money. Yeah, to an extent. And obviously, I'm not sold on it, but I mean, at least we got in a game of that. Yeah, Gurley had a pretty good game. And they're playing the Cowboys this upcoming weekend. I mean, right now, that's a easy win as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, better coach, better running back. Honestly, the last couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, better receivers. Yeah. Better linebackers. That's for damn sure. For sure. Uh, just a more consistent defense. Can you imagine, dude? In a more Russell Wilson. Defense. Russell Wilson could have been throwing the ball with his left hand, and he still would have gave the Cowboys three hundred yards and a couple touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. That's how trash they are right now. The Rams' defense is very good at adapting. Yeah. I mean, the you know the players and the coaching staff, of course. And that that's why I'm encouraged for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how it's going to play out. I, again, I didn't say they have a better quarterback because their quarterback, I do not trust Goff at all. Right. Uh, but we we will see. We'll see how how brilliant McVay is, as as we've been told. Mm-hmm. Yep. How about your so, Giants? 
Uh, that was the only, uh, well, that and the Kansas City game were the only two that I watched. Okay. <laughs> I, I got to say, man, uh, the Giants are, are, are really bad. Of course. What I said, what I said about the Cowboys linebackers, it could be said for the entire Giants defense. Oh, but they're not overrated because people know they're trash. I know that's true. Yeah, <laughs> definitely know they're but, trash. But um, to to leave Zach Ertz wide open on the, yeah. the that final play, their, their defense is trash, and Wentz still didn't play good. Right. I'm not, <laughs> I mean, dude. Don't get me wrong. I'm not sold on the Eagles at all. <laughs> yeah. Like that was not a good win in my eyes. I don't think anyone was expecting anything from the Giants. But them getting going to overtime was big for me. And, you know, I kind of – it's not a uh, – you're not going to walk over them with Eli there. Not this game, at least. Not his first game back. Yeah, and Eli had that energy in that first half. He was just – he was killing it with that one receiver. I don't remember his name, but – Slayton. Yeah, yeah. He was just eating. Yeah, he just and, kept going to Slayton over and over and over again. And him and Manning in one half looked better than Baker and OBJ have all year long. Right. Uh, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sold on the Eagles, man. But for the Giants, I mean, dude, I would have fired the defensive coordinator in the on the field as everybody's shaking hands. Yeah, because they had no reason to lose this game. Yeah, I mean, and you not leave the way Zach Ertz, was playing. You allow Zach Ertz to make the game-tying play. Dude, everybody— Ertz was really the only one playing well. I've, on watched, I've watched the Eagles like three times this year, and I could tell you that the only reliable target on the Eagles is Zach Ertz. Yeah, yeah. And Everyone not only knows like, that. and he's wide open on the last play. Yeah. If you if you look at the play, there was two other guys wide open. Yeah. You send a blitz that I, I wasn't even a blitz, honestly. Right. And it to and coming out of a timeout. Yeah. If that was in real time, and the Eagles are kind of. Because they were crushing them with the run late in the game, and, and they were just kind of beating them up. Yep. Okay, maybe I could forgive you. The defense is tired. But you're coming out of a timeout, dude. That that tells me you did not coach in that timeout. Right. For them to come out and give up three open receivers, it, it just, I mean, come on. Yeah. The easiest throw of Wentz's career. It Wentz was definitely the best throw of the night for him. Easiest <laughs> right. throw for the night. Wentz, Wentz could have kicked the ball to him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was oh, – it just killed me, man. And another reason I'm really not sold on the Eagles is because they lost uh, Jeffries for the year. Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah. Who was any hope of any potential consistent receiver for them. Yep. I mean, they, they need receiver help bad. They need everything help, man. Honestly, I just—I would be cool. You're talking about the Giants, right? No, the Eagles. Oh, okay. I was about to say. No, I, I was saying cool I'm the still Giants not sold. Had a whole new roster next year. Oh yeah, Everybody. the Giants are just a stinker, start <laughs> yeah. to head, uh, top to bottom. And but yeah, I agree. The Eagles, <clears throat> their receivers. I mean, everyone getting hurt is just yeah. Sad. That part of it is tough, but hey, man, it's football. It is, yeah, and and it's on Wentz. I mean, it is. I mean, because regardless of who the starters are, if they're hurt, it's still an NFL receiver coming off the bench, right? And they still can catch better than you know 
98% of the world. And you can't hit him in the hands at all? I mean, he was hitting him in the feet. You know, he you know, threw he, one, hit he one seems in the to helmet. only throw, uh, like, bullets. Yeah. Like, he doesn't really have uh, as much touch as I, I would expect a good quarterback to have. He threw that one kind of lob one and the dude like it was all over the wrong shoulder and the yeah. guy just made a spectacular catch right. <laughs> i was like wow that was not a good pass at all i mean i mean i think there's some college quarterbacks right now that definitely would outplay wins right now yeah this that's fair. joe burrow uh, for sure yeah for i sure. might take i might take alabama's backup quarterback over Wentz right now <laughs> right yeah. Uh, but um, as far as the Eagle, dude, I hate the NFC East right now. They do not deserve a playoff team at all. I agree. Like, dude, the Eagles could come out and they've been trashed for most of the year. They, if they beat the Cowboys next week, they're in the playoffs. <laughs> and you think, and you, is that a upset. challenge? Watch them upset somebody. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I know, yeah. That's Both why I would much rather have the Eagles in the playoffs than the Cowboys. Yeah. Because the too. Eagles have a fighter's chance against uh, maybe the Packers. They've beaten them already this year. I think both those teams could beat the Packers. I, it, but I, I, again, I, don't, I don't think the Cowboys could beat anybody right now. Depends what Cowboys show up. That's the problem. Yeah, you the Jason know. Garrett Cowboys. That's, that, that's the Cowboys that are going to show up. <laughs> there's a there's a level of comfort there's a certain level of comfort when it comes to losing in Dallas right now and yeah. it is it's it's disgusting to watch I think Dak could just could coach the team and they'd be Absol- better than oh my do. god yes he definitely knows football better than um right. Garrett yeah um what other games was there oh the Chiefs uh the Patriots deleted the film on the Chiefs I guess <laughs> But that's a, a good one. <laughs> that's another team that is very good at improv. Very, very good. You know, when a play breaks down, you know who finds a way. Dog, I'm also as far as the Patriots, man. As I'm also tired of. I said earlier that there's two perspectives when it comes to their like Spygate and all this shit. Yeah. There's people who just they're they're straight cheaters. <laughs> or it's I don't care. They're they just they want to win more. Mm-hmm. When it comes to Tom Brady, it's the same shit. It's it's either oh Tom Brady's been overrated all this time, mm-hmm. or it's Tom Brady is the goat. It is never his fault. <laughs> There's no in between. You're saying no. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And it, it's so it just it's so frustrating again. Because anybody who watched the game, dude, Tom Brady looks like a trash can out there. Yeah. First of all, people are mad at um, Julian Edelman for dropping that late pass because the guy batted it down. Yeah. Think about why that guy batted it down. It's because Brady was scared of a sack and threw off his back foot. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not a that's not a complicated football concept. Right. Brady has consistently been scared of taking hits. Yeah. And ask Drew Brees. If you want to be a great quarterback, you got to stand in the pocket and deliver the ball. Yeah. 
And Tom Brady has not been doing that. You could blame, yeah, his receivers are trash. That's that's the fact. I'm not mm-hmm. denying that. Mm-hmm. But Tom Brady has not played well, just like Carson Wentz. Right. You can't say that it's all Carson Wentz in Philly, but it's all receivers in New England. Right. That does it, not make sense. Is Michelle, um, is he healthy? Uh, I think so. Where has he been? I don't know, man. <laughs> he was fire last season. They, I don't know how they went from best playoff running team to can't run the ball at all. That's what I'm saying. They don't run it. I haven't seen a good run from them all season. Like, maybe two. And, like, I thought Michelle was, like, killing it last year. I'm like, man, this he's the future. It's frustrating. Yeah. Anyway. But Kansas City didn't look very good either. Uh, I'm not going to get into them, but uh, that game should have definitely been a blowout. I agree. A lot of a lot of awful calls too. Mm-hmm. But I I don't I'm I'm not gonna feel bad for cheaters not getting calls. You think the Browns should even celebrate beating the Bengals? <laughs> Browns should celebrate nothing right now. All right, I don't even want to talk about that game. It's um, hard, dude. Get these Baker commercials off my screen. I agree. Never, dude. Oh my God, he's so awful. <laughs> Yeah, he is. Yeah, I I, I don't I, even care about ob the obj crap. I hope he gets traded. Yeah, get him out of there. Yeah, I want I want to see him play well again. I want to see the highlights, I'm, the dancing. Yeah. I miss the cool obj. Now he's like, he's not even cool anymore. Nah. And, the and coolest the thing he thing did is, all year was wear that watch. Yeah. The <laughs> tough thing is now it's like apparently he's been playing through an injury. Yeah, what the what the fuck is he doing, giving up his body for these trash ass Browns? Right, are you kidding me, man? Don't tell me it's Baker and OBJ don't have a connection. Baker is not good. He's trying to wait for the season to get the surgery. Just just take it. It's over. Yeah, it's not like y'all are doing anything. What's their record? Oh, six and seven. They're not done yet, though, (laughs) but they're close. I guess that's what they're, they're like the Cowboys to be. They're done. Even if they make it, it's over. That's that right there is a sign of a bad organization. Yeah. If you're just oh my god, we made the playoffs. You're a bad organization. Yeah. And we'll get into this with NBA teams a little bit in more detail too. But to me, like some teams in this every sport, all sports have this. Mm-hmm. Like. You can't go into the playoffs thinking, like, we're good enough. Right. You have to, even if you exceeded your own expectations, you have to get better. You have to adjust. You have to have that confidence. And if you don't have the confidence, then you didn't work hard enough in the right. season. Yeah, you got to be simple. self-aware, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Is there, you want to say anything about the Ravens-Bills game? Uh, It was a good win, man. Uh, the Bills are... Bills are no joke. Yeah, they're good. Uh, Allen, would, Allen is, he's kind of, he's like that. <laughs> I mean, he, I take him over similar, Baker easily. Uh, he's, um, I compared him to Dak Prescott a little bit. Not not so much, uh, Dak Prescott's way better at throwing the ball. Yeah. Uh, but Allen seems like a good leader. 
he's a he's a winner. Yeah, he's a physical guy. He makes big plays. Yep. Uh, and and he's in a way better situation than Dak Prescott is, and it, it's showing in the this the stats. Yeah. It's showing in their win loss column. Yep. I mean, they put it on the Cowboys. As far as dude, the Bills could w- walk into the playoffs and. I would not be surprised if they beat anybody. I agree. I yeah. agree. Speaking of the AFC, by the way, there's another team right now that's just going crazy in the AFC. And everybody is sleeping, and kind of rightfully so, because it's the uh, the good old Tennessee Titans. <laughs> yes. But they I mean, are just win, dominating win. right now. They are. And, I don't, and <laughs> it was just one easy change. Yeah, th- this tells me that I was so right. I was so right on Marcus Mariota. Yeah, man. It's it's not just... about what kind of highlight plays you can make. All these NFL quarterbacks can bomb the ball down the field. Yeah, and they're giving Tannehill a new deal. But Tannehill is able to consistently execute their offense. And he has an offense. He yes. knows his offense. Yes. He knows what he's good at. And I said this before, Mariota, I don't know what his game is exactly. Because, And I brought this up a long time ago, probably like the second week. In college, he was mobile. He was like Russell Wilson in college. And now, like, he'll run once the whole game. Then he tries to be a pocket pass, and that's not his game. That's not your game. And I think in, in Chicago... Like, this was happening with Trubisky a little bit. Yeah. You look at it, he started running the ball, and I know it's against the Cowboys, but their offense was unleashed. Mm-hmm. Because that's Trubisky's game. It is. And in, in, in Tennessee, I don't think it's so much a coaching issue like it was in Chicago. Right. Because in Tennessee, Mariota, like I said this also early in the year, he would make a, a down-the-sideline just Drew Brees-esque dot. Yeah, and then he would be inaccurate on a screen pass. Right, you cannot, you can't be an NFL quarterback if you're going to do that. No, you're right, and that's what Tannehill does. Maybe Tannehill can't make that bomb as accurately, but Tannehill doesn't fuck up on the basic plays. Right, and I think that has made their offense that much better. That little difference. Yeah, and now, now Derrick Henry's running the ball better. Uh, receivers beast, are man. looking just dynamic out there. Yeah. Uh, their defense is full of playmakers. Yeah. I mean, dude, Tennessee right now, I wouldn't, I would be terrified of playing them as a playoff team. Yeah. First game. Yeah. Not it's, while they're hot. Definitely not. I, I mean, mean, I definitely wouldn't want to play them while they're hot. I'm, I don't know how, I'm not sold on Ryan Tannehill, but I, I, I didn't even think he could play this well. He had some good. He played on the Dolphins, right? Yeah, but he, he never played like this. No, not like his team was trash. But they were they were winning games in, in Miami that one year. Yeah, but he didn't have the team that he has now. Is all I'm saying. That's fair. He didn't have a Henry. That's fair, Hen- man. Henry could be like, I mean, he's kind of unstoppable sometimes. He's, he's so uh, big to be. He's running a lost like that. breed. He's like a fullback playing running back. Yeah. It's not enough of those guys. Right. Yeah. But, but Tennessee's looking just dynamic right now. Yeah. 
Uh, Tennessee and Buffalo are just two teams that could easily beat anybody. Yeah, they're definitely the, the best sleepers. Dog, think about that. If either of those teams are playing the Patriots in two, three weeks, oh my <laughs> God, that that's not even going to be a close game. Right. Yeah, they definitely send in the film film crew out there. Oh, they have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They have to for those two games. Either of those. Oh, they absolutely have to. Yeah, um, 49ers, big win on the Saints. Man, that was a game. Yeah. That was Action a packed. game and a half. Yeah. Not uh, a lot of defense, but it was action packed. Uh, I'm more impressed with the Saints coming out of that game. Okay. Um, not, you know, again, like you said, it was a shootout, not no real defense. Yeah. Uh, but the Saints have shown me that they can be dynamic later in the year. Mm-hmm. Which last year was their their honestly only issue. Mm-hmm. And with Drew Brees, Drew Brees honestly looks refreshed from that. What was it? Four week vacation he had. Yeah. I know he was hurt, but. It mm-hmm. looks like it's done him really well beyond just getting his finger healthy. Yeah. Uh, and it's showing, man. I mean, I don't need to say how incredible Michael Thomas is. Right. And I also don't need to say how incredible George Kittle is. Because I said that last week, and it showed. Yep. I mean... He's Gronk-esque right now. I agree. Yeah, Definitely. Definitely. Um, I'm impressed by the 49ers because um, it was a lot of passing. It was a lot more passing than I've seen them do. Um, well, I shouldn't say that. Not that I've seen them do like all season. It was a lot more passing than I thought they would do against the Saints. That's all. You know what? This is uh, this was a good game for to prove a lot of the Garoppolo haters wrong. Yeah, because I said it like, dude, I'm I don't believe in you if you do it against the Cardinals, right? But I'll tell you what, if you're gonna do it against the Saints, a potential team you're gonna play in the playoffs, yeah, a team you could play in the NFC Championship game, yeah, uh, that that tells me a lot, man. Garoppolo yeah, impressed I me. I, I'm not even I can't hate on him today. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Any other games worth talking about? Uh. I think no. we covered all of them. Broncos beat the Texans. Nothing. That was uh, it also proves my theory of what I said about them last week. The Texans. Yeah, they're not coached well. No, they're not. Good organization, dude. You have uh, potentially the best quarterback in the league. How does Drew Locke come in there and expose you? And look like a beast. <laughs> I'm not sold on Locke yet. Uh, yeah, it was one good game. But, but the Texans, man, this this inconsistency has got to come down to the coach. Yeah. It's in every aspect of the team. Yeah. And, it, you know, it also goes to how you're practicing, too. Right. You know. You can't. Think, Denver has been. Teams... Denver has never been an easy win. No, of course not. No matter who's playing. And the thing is. In the NFL, especially, how you prepare is really important, you know? I think some of these teams go in just playing, like, their blanket game plan right. and not preparing for a team. 
and that's where I see a lot of the inconsistency in the in the games because I'm like, well, you know, you know, this team is a running team, and you're not stopping the run. You know, it's that kind of stuff. Yeah, that, Bill O'Brien and Jason Garrett to me have not shown the ability to adjust during games. Right, really missing opportunities for really good teams. Yeah. All right, moving on. Done with the NFL? Uh, yeah. I have to say this real quick before we get to basketball. Oh, I got one thing, too. Is it about football? Yeah. Go ahead, because mine's not about football. I'm done with Le'Veon Bell, man. <laughs> the bowling champion? Yeah. The pro bowler? Yeah. <laughs> I wish, dog, I wish he pulled an Andrew Bynum. <laughs> It never came back. Yeah, dude, I it hate. Hurt the, I cannot. I hate the way he like has responded to it. You don't like that though. I mean, you you thought that was bad. Him bowling while you had the flu. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm I, old school with that. And, well, and I, I I've I've seen like his perspective on it as far as his family was in town for the game. He couldn't yeah. be in in the locker room anyway. Yeah. Uh, and he didn't. And the doc, if the doctors really told him to stay active, then maybe it's not as bad of a look. But he still, even if it's not as bad of a look, the way he reacted to it makes it so much worse to me. Because mm-hmm. he just made it seem like I don't care. Yeah, and, and I get that. Can't do that. Like Dak Prescott would never do that. Right. Uh, shit. Tom Brady would never do that. I guess my thing is I. <laughs> I I know I recognize that it was dumb and bad. Like if I was on the team, I'd be more upset than I am not on the yeah. team. You know what I mean? Also, the I'm Jets not really are up- trash. Right. I'm really not upset about it. Like looking out from the outside, looking in. I mean, but if he was my teammate, I'd be like, "Yo, come on, man. You can't. At least you can't get caught bowling. Like if you do it, come on, man. Like." Embarrassment is worse than the act to me. So, yeah, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with being done with him too. I mean, he's he's not serious about football. Yeah, but dude, they're paying him all that money. I don't know how they're gonna trade him. They're not gonna trade him, are they? I mean, they should in the off season. <laughs> they have yeah. if they if they're serious about be and right now you look at this team. They've ha- they've been awful at points during this year, yeah. And they're five and eight, right? You don't think you don't think they could do what the Packers did, upgrade at a couple key positions through the draft and free agency, and just play and just play significantly better? Yeah, I think so. Bell is definitely worth a solid draft pick. That's what I'm saying. And Bell has to go. Why are you paying him that money? He's not doing anything anyway, right? But I don't know how they're going to do that. But that's the smart thing to do. Mm-hmm. But what, what did you want to say? It's baseball real quick. Ooh. Finally. Finally, the Yankees have a pitcher. Thank <laughs> God. Finally. It took them so long. <laughs> Finally. Oh, my God. I mean, like, what have they been waiting for? I mean, but they gave him way too much money. That's fine. Time. That's fine, dude. Yeah, and it's the Yankees. They got it. Right. No, I mean, hey, there's no cap. The go crazy. 
I feel like the Yankees never run out of money. Which <laughs> Hell <is fine>. no. <laughs> which is fine. Go ahead, spend it. Get yeah. some talent. Dude, if there's no cab, do what you want. Yeah, they got the Astros pitcher, um, two-time All-Star, two-time MVP candidate. Well, Cy Young Award candidate. Um, I love it. Thank you. Dog, not getting a pitcher is almost like not getting a fucking quarterback. Like, what are you doing? We've been playing without one for the last three years. <laughs> yeah, Without dude. any. And CeCe Sabathia was like 60 playing. <laughs> Like it's over, and Manny Rivera was so I mean, strange. We all our pitchers are so old; they've all retired. So, like, come on, man. I, the only thing I would be worried about is now the expectations are through the roof. It's okay, but but the thing is, well, yeah, they're through the roof, but they're no higher than they were because they should have won last year and the year before. They got to the you know um, semifinals and they lose every time, but. It's the pitching, so really the expectation is like <laughs> you should have won last year. Now is no no choice but to win. So I get that it's more pressure, but you're the Yankees. I mean, you have that pressure every year. You're always one of the most talented teams, and they got a new manager, I think. So yeah, I just had to I had to express that because. It's about time. That's all. All right, moving on. Uh, you want to play a gem to break this up before we talk about the league? Uh, yeah, sure. All right. Um, you got one on hand? No, not right now. I'll I'll get one for the second one though. Okay. Uh, I thought I had one. Maybe I don't have one either. Um, yeah, I'll just play this. This is um. Uh, this is Paint California by Nambe. I can make your dreams come true. Let's see. find a place to live life slow. Put our feet in the water. Dig our teeth in the sand. Let the sea take us farther. Just to see.
That was a little bit of 80s rock vibes for you. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, man, he had a really good first project. Um, all right. <clears throat> I have a hot take. Let's start an NBA with a hot take. Let's do it. <laughs> Devontae Graham might be an all-star starter <laughs> this year. Honestly. Uh, after catching a glimpse of him against the Wizards last night. He had 40 tonight. Uh, sheesh. <laughs> he didn't even shoot the ball that well, and I gotta say, man, he's the real deal. <laughs> he's eating, man. It's crazy. It's it's not fluke either. It's kind of a he's a lock for most improved. I mean, oh man, and bar, <laughs> barring an injury, absolutely. <laughs> if he got injured, like they have to give him an honorary one. The way he's playing, like this. Oh, he is balling. <laughs> he's going crazy, man. And, and what's more impressive, like, to me than just, I mean, he's balling, obviously, but with no help. I know. He's got, dude, he's got Bismack Biombo looking like a real center out there. Yeah. And it's because he's, he's as much of a bucket as he is, he's a great playmaker. Yep. It's, <laughs> everyone... All the starters except for Biombo are have been in the league for well, Biombo and Rozier have been in the league for less than three years. The other three starters have been in the league for less than three years. The six man Whoa. is a rookie. And uh their you know, eighth man is a second third year guy. Bacon, I think, is third year. Yeah, Dwayne. Yeah. Yeah, I know Monk's been hurt, right? Yeah. I mean Miles yeah. Bridges, he had a game winner against us. Right, he's been a good. I mean, he's he's been an exciting piece for them since they got him. Yeah. Uh, but, but dude, he is. Dude, I did not see. I saw him as a bucket in Kansas. Mm-hmm. I didn't see him as this kind of playmaker at Kansas. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's the NBA game. I don't know if it's just him being a, a such a sleeper. But dude, he has been unleashed. Uh, he has. He just has that captain leadership quality. Oh man. yeah, that that like swag. 
He does, yeah. And I mean, he's cool and he has fun. I mean, you're always someone having fun playing is always going to have the upper hand on you. Right. When you're playing basketball, always. If they're having fun, even if they're trash, you know, yeah, it's that's just, why all the 29 teams have a upper hand on the Rockets. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, upper I'm hand kidding, on anyone but... who's playing with Harden. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I mean, he's having fun. Let me look at his game log. His game log is crazy. Who, 40... who did they play today? Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Is 40... Kyrie not out there yet? Of course not. I love it. <laughs> They're nine and three without him. Well, nine and four now. After okay. Charlotte. That's okay. Devontae Graham. I'm sure there's guys in the NBA sleep on him just like there are people in real life. Yeah. But man, I had uh, one of my one of my JV kids was like, you know, the Wizards lost last night. Like, what happened? <laughs> and I, I had two words for him. I was like, Devontae Graham. <laughs> exactly. Plain and simple. <laughs> I mean, he's he's playing great, man. He has to be I an All Star this year. He has to be an All Star, has to be. And he's got that like, he's got that Damian Lillard type of game where it's like, this is what I want other players to learn to play like. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, and I I just love it, man. Yeah, he's a really he's a good point guard. Really good point guard. Good team leader. So confident. Good dude. Yeah, yeah. Man, if Charlotte if Charlotte does to him what they did to Kemba, I'll I'm gonna be outraged. Yeah, Ho- hopefully, I mean, he's not good enough to build around, but hopefully they get. I mean, these young guys are gonna blossom. I mean, PJ Washington has been playing great this year too. I mean, they got two all rookie team guys this year. I, yeah, I, I like I like their pieces, man. Yeah, they just get they get Platoon out of there. They're get taking off. Of get get Gilchrist out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get Zeller out of there. Everyone who was on the team three years ago should no longer be on the team. Zeller can stay, but his role has to be reduced. For sure. Like, very limited. Like, Anthony Tolliver bench role, you know, before <laughs> Zach Collins got hurt. <laughs> he has to be like a Robin Lopez to be. Yeah, 10 to 12 minutes, no more. Come in, use your fouls, right. you know. And then get out. No easy layups. That's all I want you in the game for. Right. It's not a good score. So, um, yeah, man. There. The the problem is Charlotte. I mean, Charlotte just sucks. <laughs> like, not the team. The the city sucks. The management sucks. The coach sucks. I mean, I well, I won't say the coach sucks because he's not dealing with a lot. So I'll give him some credit. I, I actually year, think, right? as far as coaching has gone, they've actually been above average to me. Yeah, I yeah, thought it, Steve Clifford did a very good job. Uh, even earlier, even when they were like abysmal, like record bad, I thought they were coached well. Yeah, they just haven't had the talent. No right. one wants to play for Jordan and Charlotte. I mean, people who. And, you know, this is no offense to my friends who listening who like Charlotte, my North Carolina friends and stuff, or, you know, even not my friends, North Carolina listeners. Charlotte is not as nice as you guys think it is, first of all. The rich guys don't want to live in Charlotte. The NBA guys, they don't like Charlotte. Bruh. It's like it's a... It's like there's a certain bracket of people who like Charlotte. It's it's North Carolina, South Carolina people. 
I can tell you, having been in North Carolina and having seen how people act about it, it yeah, they, is a home thing. It's not like a around the world kind of thing. Yeah, no one else thinks Charlotte like is exactly. like what you guys think it is. And exactly. These NBA players definitely don't want to live there. Not when they have the choice of every other nicer city. Exactly. <laughs> Literally every team in the league is at a nicer city than Charlotte. <laughs> in my opinion, at least. But I agree with that. But don't don't like sleep or or kind of you know gloss over the fact that Jordan is an absolute trash can as an owner. Of course. He is. Yeah. I can't criticize him enough. There's there's no reason. Batum has no business still being in the NBA, honestly. Dude, Let alone being. I mean, he definitely has no business being on the sh- um on the Hornets. Dude, the contract. I mean, yeah, the contract. We don't have to get insane. into history, but I mean, beyond, who would have paid Biombo sixty million dollars for one good playoff series? Was it even a series? It was like two games. <laughs> two games he went crazy, but he was good in the whole series. That's, Those two games he went really I mean, so like you're 20, right, 20 or whatever. Million dollars, dog. Yeah. I guess the Wizards like, would cuz they did it to Mahinmi, but All right. right. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. It's just like, dude, the self-awareness. Where is it? You're not you're not doing anything if there's anything Jordan should be good at, it's recruiting like talent. Yeah. You would think he's nothing to offer them that makes them, you know, that can sway anyone. I just don't think he has that uh that you that social skill you need to have as a recruiter. Yeah. Like you got to be able to like you have to be a good communicator. It doesn't matter, you know, your reputation or as a coach or a player or whatever. He's just not respected. Right. That's the other problem. He's not respected at all. He was a solo act his entire league run. He's a solo act now. I mean, come on. If Kobe was owning a team, <laughs> you know how many guys would be wanting to play? Right. Immediately. Within a year, he'd probably have three top, you know, top 30 free agents. Easily. It's just because of respect. They don't respect Jordan, man. And Jordan shows no respect to anyone else. That's the biggest problem. Yes. that That is right there. You just hit it. So, you know, and these guys are millionaires. You, you can't not respect them and expect to get respected. Come on, man. Look at my bank account. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, they, don't need, they don't need the Hornets. They don't need Charlotte, and they don't need Jordan. So, I mean, and... Look at the Jordan brand. Look how many, how bad their roster is now. The Jordan brand players. Yeah, man. Who's the newest one? Zion. Uh, yeah. That's it. Who was the it's last like guy they got? Like the last big name they got. Blake. Blake. <laughs> Jesus, that was a decade ago. Westbrook has his own shoe there now. Yeah, I West mean, Westbrook is probably more recent. Westbrook's oh, no. probably like eight years. And Kawhi left it, so. Well, yeah, that's yeah. not a good look. <laughs> yeah. Kawhi, have... but he was probably signed around the similar time. As Blake? West, as Westbrook. Oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. Because Blake, I would imagine, was like, you know, 2011, 12. Yeah, dunk contest, I think Blake. Yeah, I, I imagine Kawhi and Russ were probably like a year or two, maybe three after that. 
It might have been the same year when they went to the playoffs. Yeah, twenty twelve. You might be right. Yeah, so we'll see though. Um, but Jordan Brand. Yeah, it's bad. Not good. Yeah, I love it. Hey, back to positive though. Again, Devontae Grant. I don't think what you said is a hot take at all. He should be all star for sure. I mean, if if again, let, if you watch him, man, you know bat. You don't have to know basketball, man. You just. It's so it's so natural to him. And look at I mean, and I was joking about starter, but he's gonna be all star. But the look at the East guards, he's outplaying uh, practically all of them. Kimba's the only one he's not outplaying. He's right. outplaying all the guards on the Bucks. You know, I mean, Jimmy Butler's not gonna start point at the All Star game. He's outplaying Ben Simmons. He's outplaying Lowry. You know, who's I don't know who even starts it point guard for the Pacers Brogdon yes he's probably neck and neck with Brogdon this year I'll say that he's out playing the Nets guards he's out playing you know no one else is in the playoffs so he's not out playing Trey so I'll give Trey but his team's <laughs> their record is better so you yeah Charlotte is significantly more competitive than Atlanta is yeah I know that's what I'm saying no right. I'm saying Charlotte's record is better than Atlanta's yeah, so it yeah. doesn't matter how good Trey is playing because the team's trash. Right. I do want to um, – no, I don't want to talk about Atlanta. <laughs> I thought I did, but I don't. Um, My next hot take, the Nuggets need a new head coach immediately. Whoa. Immediately. This one I did not see coming. Immediately. Okay, and explain. <clears throat> You know how people say, um, you know, Steve Kerr took the Warriors to the next level that Mark Jackson couldn't take them? Ooh, you know? this is interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though I don't agree with that. I do. I feel that way about the Nuggets. The Nuggets, to me, are stuck. They, I don't think they can get any better than what they're doing. I don't like how they use Murray. Well, I don't like how they don't use Murray, I should say. I don't like how... Um, Bro, you might be onto something here. We got to remember this because I we can we might come back to this three years from now and the Nuggets are a dynasty. Bro, I'm telling you, they, they I think they're one trade and a new head coach away from being, um, like Spurs worthy. Both both of those are plausible. Just one, I think one good trade, like it only has to be like a like a amazing player. I think it's just one like. You know, good starter. I'm, dude. Honestly, I'm gonna. I don't even think they need a trade. If you Just get, if coach? you get the guys they now have to play better. If Jokic is playing better, the Nuggets are better. If Millsap is playing better, the Nuggets are borderline great. If Murray is playing better, they could beat anybody at that point. If they figure out how to use Porter, they're borderline great. Right. I mean, they just. I don't know what they do with him. They put him in the game just to get rebounds. It looks crazy. He don't even get shots off. And I've I've made a point to watch them every night, every time they're on TV, to see you know what they do with their team. And they don't like act like Murray is like they use Murray like he's George Hill. And I I think Murray is super talented, more, way more talented than they use him, and he's still leading them in scoring. I mean Murray should be. Like a lot more efficient shots. than he is. 
He should be more efficient, and he should be taking more. He should be more shots, explosive like, as well, as far as like having big scoring nights. Yeah, it's because like I like the move the ball thing. I I know they have those like plays that you know people put on Instagram and stuff. Oh, the Nuggets ball movement is crazy. Yeah, it is, but you you can't do that all night. No team has won a championship doing that every night. Name a team who just moves the ball and wins championships. Nobody. I mean, someone has to step up and be their best player on the team. I, I don't know who it is on the team. And in my opinion, it should be Murray. But, you know, I, and just I just don't think Jokic is the kind of center that is like a championship uh, center as like your best player, like leading scorer, I should say. I just don't think that's his game. He probably could do it, but I don't think they'd win a championship doing it. You know what I mean? Right. But Murray, I mean, he's a heck of a shooter. I mean, he's knocked down when he when he gets hot, but they don't. He doesn't take enough shots to get hot. He just anymore. yeah, I don't like. He takes from what I've seen, and I probably haven't. I've only seen him a few times, and I haven't seen him recently either. But as far as I can tell, he takes open shots, but they're so like few in between. Yes. And, and, and the he's thing is, shooting the ball poorly because of that. And the shots he takes, and, and that's not necessarily his game. He doesn't have to only take open shots. That's the other problem a lot of teams make. And um, I'm going to get to it on the Clippers, too. When you have players who are, um, you know, really good players, exceptional players, you don't. they can't just be role players all the time. Like, that's not their game. And that's not Murray's game. He's not just a 3 and D guard. That's not his game. Right. It, Murray should be getting one, at least four one-on-one buckets a night. Just just four. He doesn't get any sometimes, some nights. He doesn't even get the chance. And, you know, and Barton is the only guy who's consistently aggressive on the whole team every night. But Barton every night, is that Barton. perfect guy who's going to do that no matter what. Yeah, and you need that. That's why He's they're coming... so close, in my opinion. But no team can do it with one, and let alone the one not be that good of a player. Yeah, right. <laughs> he, it can't That's be a... only your sixth man doing that. <laughs> exactly. If, if, exactly. If that was the case, Lil Williams would be like a six-time yeah. champ. The Clippers would have been one championships. Right. It, with Lou or with Jamal. Right, right. <laughs> so, I mean, and the thing is, I don't want to say it's only on the coach because he's coached them well. That's why I think maybe it's maybe it's one more trade, but it has to. They need a new coach too because it's like it's something not there. And I I think he's done a good job everywhere he's went, but he this time his team is really good and he's that's that's why I really team. like that you compared it to the Jackson situation because it's not it's not so much that he's not doing a good job. Yeah. It's more that they just need like an upgrade. Yeah. And I just think they need I think another coach and this is what this is what I do agree that Kerr did. Another coach could say I've seen this team play, but I think I can add this little wrinkle and right. do this. And the thing is, no team no coach goes to a team and completely changes the culture. You right. can't do that. This I mean, you just can't do it with NBA players cuz they backwards been, thinking. Right. You you take what they already have and you say, all right, well, let me try and just change this little piece of what we already do. And that's what the Warriors did because the Warriors played very similar to how they played with Kerr, and Kerr just added a little element to it. 
And that's I think that's something the Nuggets need. And I'm not saying the Nuggets will win a championship, but I think the Nuggets are like like I said, I think they're Spurs Spurs level talented sometimes. Honestly, I really do. I think if you take take Jokic and Murray, I mean they're they're great at their positions, but they don't they can't get it done. Right. So that that was my hot take for the Nuggets. That was interesting, man. I I'm gonna remember you said that. Now, to the Clippers, real quick, and the reason since I alluded to it, I just want to go ahead and hit this real quick. <clears throat> the Clippers are really really good, as everyone sees, right? Um, and I'm not saying this because I'm a Kawhi hater. This is. This has nothing to do with Kawhi, honestly. I think Kawhi is doing a good job this year. He's playing well. But Kawhi needs to find a way to, like, they're another team that they can't do the move the ball the whole game either. This is why I compared them to the Nuggets because sometimes they do that and, like, Paul George doesn't touch the ball for, like, six plays. And then they pass it to Paul George he hasn't shot in like two quarters. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, they're going to need that one night. In the playoffs especially, they're going to say, oh, you know, we're moving the ball, we're up 20. Then all of a sudden, here comes the Nuggets. Come back. It's a tie game. Now, okay, we need to go to our closer, you know, our or our clutch guys. Give it to Paul George. Oh, Paul George has only taken three shots all night. It can't be like that. Like, they have to find a way... And Doc has to find a way. And I think it's, to me, it's more Kawhi because I think Doc sets it up. But Kawhi doesn't necessarily execute it because, you know, you can give it to the the um, role players all night. But they're not who you need at the end of the game. Patrick Beverly, no matter how good the game, no matter how good of a game Patrick Beverly has, is not going to determine the game at the when the buzzer goes off. I don't care how good Patrick Beverly played. I'm not going to go come out of the game and say, man, if we stopped Patrick Beverly, we would have won this game. No one is doing that. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but I, I agree with every role player that's, you know, uh, on the Clippers, except one. Oh, Lou, of course. That's why I think what you're saying is, is valid, but it's but not he, the entire story with them. No, but, he, but Lou doesn't start. And the reason why I didn't, like, I'm not talking about Lou because... It's it's the first quarter that Paul George doesn't touch the ball. By the time Lou gets in there, you know, everyone else is out or Kawhi is out and it's just Lou and Paul. But Lou also closes a number of their games. Lou is no, not you're making him seem like he's just a regular role player who gets buckets. He, no, no, no. I didn't say anything about Lou. I know. But, but I'm talking about the starters. But Lou's closing games, though. So he's in there with the starters by the, the most important time of the game. Oh, yeah, he is. He, he closes the games, but he's a guy who you can give the ball. He doesn't have to be, like, he doesn't have to be in rhythm. That's how good Lou, right. you just give the ball. Lou could not have played three quarters in the fourth quarter. You give Lou the ball, he's getting a bucket. That's his game. And that's good, but, you know, you're not using Paul George at that point. And I'm saying for the the other quarters, Paul George has to take at least ten shots before the fourth quarter. That's every night. That's fair. At least. I agree with that. 
Yeah, because I'm. Don't get me wrong. Lou can take over the fourth quarters, but you know, then you have Paul George just being a defensive stopper in That's, the fourth quarter. Dude, are you kidding me? That's fire. <laughs> it's fire. But it's, it's not going to work every night. Is yeah, all I'm look, I, I'm not – if that's what you're relying on for, you know, seven games in the yeah, playoffs, that, you're That's right. my point. You're yeah. right. It, yeah, and Kawhi – I mean, Kawhi is going to do what Kawhi does. But Kawhi is the guy who doesn't need to do – doesn't have to be in the rhythm. Like, he doesn't need right. five one-on-one touches. But Paul George does. So like, that's fair. It, I see that they like do the opposite a lot of times and you know, they give Zubak a bunch of looks and stuff, but you know, they need at least three ISO plays in the fourth quarter for, you know, they, they kind of, again, I haven't seen them too much, but they honestly remind me a lot of Miami's big three, the way they've been playing. They who's and lose the third. Yes. Because, and not so much like, obviously don't compare them player by player. To player mm-hmm. uh, but in terms of they come out they try to force feed the bums right the Ilgowskis the Dampier <laughs> the Chalmers the uh, the end of career Mike Bibby <laughs> Patrick Beverly's there Norris Cole yeah 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 exactly <laughs> and in the first yeah. three quarters they kind of they try to like keep those guys confident the Zubach the the Jamichael Green who's been lights out to his credit he's been there Mike Miller if anything, uh, yeah. but, yeah. but, and then when the games get kind of sloppy, they kind of just play through those three guys and, mm-hmm. and very similar to Miami's first, you know, up until their second year, it's a work in progress. Some, some nights yeah. it looks great. Other nights it doesn't look great. Right. But I have more faith in these three guys than I did in Miami's first year because they're not as soft mentally as LeBron was back then. Yeah, I agree. So I, I, I wouldn't like I, I agree with what you're saying, but with these guys and this particular roster, I don't think it's as much of an issue as you might think. Yeah, I, I'm not saying it's like detrimental because their record is great, and they yeah. I still think they could beat anyone any given night. But I think to beat the Lakers, they're gonna need. Like Paul George has to be ready. Yeah, in the fourth quarter. Right now, I that's I can. Oh my God, I cannot wait for that series. I don't know. Christmas Day, we're getting the. No, no, no. The games they don't preview much to me. Okay. They they should. You know, LeBron shows out Christmas Day. If there's he any does, game LeBron right. plays, it's gonna be Christmas. Hey, about <laughs> Kawhi, about a low management, uh, load manage that shit. <laughs> Kawhi load manages that. I'm never talking about Kawhi on the podcast. And then Lou Williams going to get 40, and they're going to win anyway. (laughs) You're right. There's no guards uh, on there that could guard Lou. Man, right now, now the Lakers look like the better team to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, it's not a wide margin, uh, Mm -hmm. but uh, but I do think the Lakers are slightly better at this point. And to me, I agree, and it's because of – not because of what I said exactly – but it's because I think the Lakers look like they know exactly yes. what to do every yes. night. And that's LeBron. That's Vogel. Um, you know, it's it's good coaching. It's good See, basketball that, it, IQ. This team is from kind the, of the perfect storm right now. Yeah, they are. They are. Davis plays within his – everyone oh, plays within yes. their game. Everyone has their roles. LeBron is the is 
you know, he's top five quarter management players ever for sure. Yeah. He knows first quarter this is this is what we're gonna do. Second quarter we're doing this. Third quarter we do this. You know, you know how he does. He yeah. controls the pace. He controls the tempo. He's one of the best ever. Um, and the Clippers, they just like, they just play. And I'm not saying. I mean, they play well, but they don't have as much of a strategic kind of game every night to me. Yeah. And I think when it comes down to a team like, um, like the Lakers, you know, you can get out strategized because of that. But I think they'll, I think they'll be fine. I think it's going to be probably one of the best series ever. I, I can't, <laughs> dude. Right now, Anthony Davis, who's who's. Who's getting that work on the Clippers? Everybody. That's what I'm saying because <laughs> he looks dog. I don't know what he did in the off season, but he looks so fucking huge. Man, he I know he's bullying guys. That's what he I'm just saying. runs guys. I don't know why I would take a charge from him every night. He just runs people over. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know how it's working, but dude, and and obviously it's different when he's the second guy instead of the third. How Love and Bosch were. But this, how he's playing, is what I wanted to see from Love and Bosch every night. Yeah, dude, but, get your ass on the boards, get a post up. You shouldn't be Bosch, dr- drifting on the perimeter. See how how they use Bosch is how to me the Clippers use Paul George sometimes, not it, all the time, sometimes. Right. I, I see. I like that comparison. Yeah, and that's like I said, he, he's just he's just so much better than that. And he can do so much more for you. They probably could beat teams by 60 if they, you know, got him more involved every night. But don't get me wrong. I mean, they're they're fire already. So, But back to the Lakers. Yeah, I agree. That is what they should have done, especially Love. Because Love had just done it right before he came to the Cavs. Right. And we saw <laughs> once it was – once Kyrie left, we saw flashes of that from Love. Yeah, when Kyrie got hurt, he did it right, so nice. exactly. But Anthony Davis has just taken it to another level. But also, they don't they play big instead of playing small. I love, like I love that. Like the other, like the other two guys you're talking about. Bosch was starting at center some nights, right? And um, Joel Anthony was not a threat at all. Like he. Might as well not even been on the court some yeah, nights. Yeah, they had centers who were just playing for the other team. Yeah, and they were just had they were just defenders. Yeah, Tristan Thompson. Right. I mean, you know, he's an offensive rebound threat. That's it. Right. And then Love was playing center most of the time too, because they did that LeBron at the four thing. Now, Anthony Davis isn't the center. He's the power forward, the power forward all the time, because now um, Dwight and Javale play. Um, you know, hard defense, they block out, they, you know, you know, they've clogged right. the paint. And they also open the paint up for Anthony Davis to, you know, take people to the rack. I love it's, how he's been playing, man. I do too. Yeah. I, like, I, I just, I don't know why I didn't think it would be this fire, LeBron and him. Uh, yeah. But I, I was kind of sleeping on what kind of player he could be. Mm-hmm. And he's just embraced it so well. Like he's committing to playing great defense. He's not out there complaining when he, you know, doesn't get as many touches one night. Because he... talk about guys having fun too. Oh man, that Laker team has fun. Oh man, man. 
everybody. LeBron looks just energized. Yeah. Uh, he's gotten out of that like annoying habit of just playing like a child sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and it's just they got a number of role players who, like you said, know what to do. And fi- and this is one thing I hate about LeBron. This team is not much better than the Cavs team to me, like man to man. Yeah. And there's no complaining about talent when he's winning. Right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Never. When he's losing, though, oh, we just don't have enough guys. We don't have enough bodies. <laughs> we need more shooters. Right. Le- Le- LeBron. LeBron's an enigma with those kinds of things. Yeah. But he's he's looking great right now, man. I just with him running the show, uh it, it's hard for me to picture anybody beating these Lakers four times. Yeah. There's just I nobody this is the first time in LeBron's career where there's nobody plays that doesn't know what to do. Like yeah. like there was always one guy who was like, What is he really out there for? Yeah. Like, what was Udonis Haslam really out there for? Baseline, mid-range jumpers? Oh, rebound. Rebounding machine. Okay, but it's like, off- it, offensively, <laughs> he's just, like, lost. Yeah, he was just in the way offensively. Uh, and, and Cleveland used to just play, like, just randoms. Pretty much everyone on the bench had no role. Yeah, like, Chetty Osman was just out there, like, why is he, like, what is he out there for? Uh, and, and dude, nobody on this, even KCP is just playing to his game. This is, well, and no offense to Spolstra, because I think Spolstra has become a better coach. Yeah. But at the time, this is the best coach LeBron's had. Yeah. Like, Vogel right now is better than Spolstra was. That's fair. Spolstra was like that first year. That's fair. Um, And then plus the other, the assistant coaches are fantastic. And they're all great role coaches. Yeah. They get guys to play their role. I mean, for Vogel to have Rodney Stuckey come in and, like, be a six-man-of-the-year candidate, I mean, he knows. He knows how to use guys. <laughs> he knows how to get guys to ball out. Definitely. Yeah, man. Uh, also, a small thing for them is uh, Kuzma is just kind of fitting in flawlessly, which I just didn't expect. Yeah, I told you right before he came back. I was like, I don't know how he's gonna fit. Yeah, you were like, I don't know what they're even gonna do with him. And, and yeah. it's like they don't really know what to do with him out there, but he's just like they're creating open shots for him. Yeah, and they're kind of putting him in these these good spots to attack. He's kind of getting these quick drives, a lot of slashing plays, which is you know plays to his strengths. He is a funny kind of game, right? Which is the thing he's kind of hard to even put into a role because he's he's like he is a small forward and a power forward but he's in between he's he's not officially either one to me yeah, he's kind of how jeff green was to me yeah yeah yeah. that's a good when jeff green was at the top of his game right, it's a good comparison yeah he doesn't fit into either and yeah, i don't he really can play both right exactly yeah i was gonna say i don't mind him being either one yeah I, I love how aggressive he's been he's uh after that first week he came he's shooting the ball way better mm-hmm. uh rondo's another guy who came in there and just knew what to do yeah talk about iq oh him and lebron i mean are, are fired together yeah and lebron like last year like just didn't let it happen yeah i feel like <laughs> there were some times where it was flashes of what it could be and like they didn't, they didn't use it. I guess. Um, 
that I think that all of that starts from being a much better team defensively. Mm-hmm. And last year, and LeBron was a big issue, but he wasn't the only issue. Like they were right. just a not, they weren't a good defensive team. Right. Uh, and this year with AD with McGee playing well, uh, Dwight is emerging as a premier backup center. Who was the coach last year? Walton. Yeah. He only got one year in there. Yeah. Oh wow! Oh no, he coached well, the year he, before LeBron came. Yeah, right? two, I think yeah, two maybe years. two years before LeBron. He won. He won the last the last Warriors championship, I think. Well, I guess he couldn't have. I don't know. Uh, I don't. Doesn't matter. Yeah. But I love everything I'm seeing. Like like you said, you don't love everything you're seeing from the Clippers. I no. love everything I'm seeing from the Lakers right now. I agree. Um, let's talk about the Bucks a little bit. Uh, I'll give you a hot take. Uh, they are overrated. Really? Yes. Why do you say that? Because this is the exact same team as it was last year. <laughs> no, it's not. Not the same team. Yeah. I, look. Okay. So remember, I mentioned about football, where it's like you go into the playoffs, uh, you but you don't really change anything. Yeah. The Bucks, it's amplified because you win sixty games and you go to the second round. That's not mm-hmm. that's not just going to the playoffs. You're a contender at that point. Right. And this is why I criticize the Rockets as much as I do, because you're supposed to be a contender. Yeah. And to me, the Bucks haven't fixed what made them lose last year in the playoffs. Which was? Uh they they move the ball well. But they're not as uh, guys don't get as good of shots as I would like. Mm-hmm. I got you. And I still right now they're benefiting, in particular in, in this game that's going on right now. Uh, they're benefiting for Bledsoe playing extremely well, Middleton yeah. playing extremely well, Brooke Lopez playing just dominantly well. Right. You know what they were doing last year in this time? The exact same thing. Yeah, you know what I happened when they got to the playoffs? Mm-hmm. They remembered, oh yeah, Greek Freak can't space the floor. But wait, Greek Freak also can't get inside as well because there's it's physical basketball now. He can't just get sixty points on twenty, you know, dunks. And he airballs free throws. Exactly. That's that's Two. the other thing that's making me very concerned is his free throw still... shooting cost them games in the playoffs. If if Greek Freak shot. 75% from the free throw line they would have won the they would have won the championship last year exactly and he's gotten worse I know that's a concern to me Bledsoe's gotten better from the line though and, and from the three point line I don't care I told you this after last year's playoffs <laughs> no I'm just saying <laughs> Bledsoe Bledsoe could average 30 the rest of the year and I'm I'm walking in the playoffs I'm gonna be like yo you gotta Milwaukee's point guard might get exposed yeah, I got you. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I like. I'm not saying they're not a contender to come out the East, mm-hmm. but for the people who are proclaiming them as the clear-cut best team in the league right now, who's doing that, dude? I'm. They're in the top of all the power <laughs> rankings. Yeah, they are. All You're the right all that. the talk shows I'd be watching are saying like the Bucks are easily the best team in the East. Like, yeah, no, they're, they're not. the best team in the East. 
in the East, but not the league. I, and they're they're playing the best in the East. That's fair. So that's that's fair. to your point. They're not the best team. They're playing the best. But again, though. this team won sixty games last year, and they got yeah, exposed yeah. in the second round. Yeah, they didn't get beat. They got exposed. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't understand how someone who people say has the Mamba mentality and is a killer right. competitor. Right. How do you not? How do you airball free throws? Right. After you sucked at free throws last year. Dude, if I if I shot as bad as him in the um playoffs last year, oh I promise you I would not miss my first forty free throws the next year. Dog. There's no way. I'd be I'd be I'd be a god shooting them with my left hand. Yes. I literally live after everything I do, I'm getting up free throws. Yes. And I know he obviously he has that access, so like it just it's crazy, man. It's gotta be a mental thing. I don't know he was in Greece. I mean, he played for Greece all summer. And he still was missing free throws. How do you do that? It's a mental I mean, thing at that point. Yeah. It, the thing is, seriously though, if he shot, I don't know the exact percentage because I don't know how bad he shoots. I know it's not over seventy-five, but if he shot over seventy-five, it's easy. They would would have been unstoppable. They missed like twenty. Him and Bledsoe missed like twenty free throws one game against the Raptors. Remember the game? Like, they played play good the first two quarters, and the Raptors just blew them out in the last, like, 25 yeah. minutes of the game? Yeah. So, but you see what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. One thing I'll give them credit for <clears throat> is that I thought they were deep as fuck last year. They're even deeper this year. They are even deeper. Corver comes in right. ready to play. Um, do, what's his name? Dante Vincenzo's uh, playing good basketball. Yeah, Sterling Vincenzo's playing great. Yeah, uh, Robin is 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 a good pickup for them. Yeah, and, and, yep. but again, those guys, those star guys that they have that are playing well right now, they did this exact same thing last year. Do do they have Henson back? Uh, no, he's in Cleveland. Oh, oh okay. Um, the other dude. Uh, oh. Connaughton's been playing great too. Oh again. yeah, oh yeah. Robin was a really good pickup. Yeah, like you said, and they use DJ Wilson now too. They go deep. Seems like everyone plays. But that, that's that's always been one of Budenholzer's strengths. Yeah, he goes deep. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That Hawks team. Right. That Hawks team was the most balanced. Yeah, he I said that when he got when he got hired. They're gonna have balance. Always gonna have balance. And that to me. That's what <laughs> I feel like the Nuggets are trying to be like that, yeah. and they don't need to be. Okay. The the balance kings. <laughs> no, I don't want um. I don't want Tory Craig to have fifteen points. No, never. <laughs> I don't want Malik Beasley to take fifteen shots. Yeah, Bart Barton could take their shots. I'm alright with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Or maybe get Millsap. Gary Harris needs to get more shots as well, by the way. He does. Absolutely. He's not as nearly as utilized as he should be. Skill, to me, talent-wise, they're top ten backcourts in the league. Those two, Murray and Harris? Easily. They're not being used like it, it. though. Right, exactly. Exactly. Um, Let me, uh, before, I got a couple other things to get into, but one... 
sticking with this game that's going on right now. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've been just just kind of glancing at it every now and then. I'm watching it, yeah. Okay, good. Uh, I was going to wait <clears throat> about a year or two to do this uh, because, again, I think it's fair for a player to get you know more than half a season or a quarter of a season. We are now two and a quarter years into Lonzo Ball's career. <laughs> you talk about that floater. He just airballed and then the other free jump th- shot. Free he throws he missed. Yeah. Turnovers he had. Poor defense he's played. Yeah. Uh, he, I'm sorry. I've seen two and a quarter years. To me, that's a good sample size. Yeah, maybe he's been hurt. Uh that's his dumbass fault for wearing stupid shoes that don't protect your feet. Right. Uh, but as far as I'm concerned, I'm sorry. He's not an NBA player. <laughs> you take um, LaMelo over him? <laughs> sure. Sk- from what I've seen uh... skill-wise, I have more faith that I could develop LaMelo into an NBA player than I do uh, Lonzo becoming one. Right. I'm sorry. Uh, you've been in the league two and a half years. It doesn't look like to me you working on your offensive game at all. The only thing you worked on is making your release better. Right. But you still shoot the ball t- like trash. Again, I, how many years do you need? Dog, if, you, if you're if you a Ben Simmons-esque shooter, you should have told us that coming into the league. You wouldn't have gotten drafted so high. Magic wouldn't have lost his job betting on a scrub. Right, I'm sorry. He looks so bad, and I, if it's enough, he's had enough time to show at least progress. Mm-mm. At least, I'm not asking you to dominate. I'm not asking you to to make the Pelicans into Showtime basketball, but I need you to show me progress. And in two and a quarter years, you've shown me none of it. That's what he, you're supposed to make them make them into Showtime basketball. I'm done. They said that with the fucking Lakers. Never happened. Yeah. They're right. expecting it to happen with Zion when Zion comes back. I'm telling you right now, it's not going to happen. He's just an NBA player. He's just a regular, you know, decent player that they just give more chances to. That's he's, really it. Let's be real. He's not decent. <laughs> he's not an NBA He's garbage. Dog, he's not an NBA player. He's like some of these guys who get in the league and then the league passes them by. But they just stick around because of just like you know they, things they've done in the past. That's what I mean. He just keeps getting chances. Exactly. He's, no, he, he's not a. Yeah, I agree. Like, like he's definitely not worth the minutes he gets. Like, dude, but they keep giving it to him just for, you know, just for the chance. He doesn't deserve the chance. Like, he doesn't earn the chance. Let's be real. Like, look at Thabo Cephalosha in Houston. Why is he in the league? <laughs> Are you kidding me, right. Thabo Cephalosha? Dog, know, he wasn't been... good when he was considered good. <laughs> he hasn't been good since he had the cornrows on Chicago. <laughs> he is never good to me, man. It's like Ronnie Brewer. Why was Ronnie Brewer in the league for so long? That's a good one. Like some of these guys, I, like they have a good year or they have a good uh, scouting report coming into the draft. And teams just live on that for half a decade. Low key, that's what they did for Shumper. Exactly. <laughs> Dog, I've had enough. These guys, two, three years. If you're not making progress, you're done. 
I don't yeah. need you. I got TJ McConnell out there making plays. You can't yeah. get better in two and a half years. I take Shane Larkin over Lonzo. He, oh my God, easily. <laughs> Bring Kyle back. Guy had forty five in the league yes. game the other day. <laughs> I take Ty, dude. I just watched Phoenix on Saturday lose to Houston. Mm-hmm. I I take Ty Jerome's five minutes over anything I've seen from Lonzo Ball this year. Yeah. My he looks God, really he's so awful. Yeah. <laughs> it's ugly. It's sad. It is. It is. I wanted I wanted him to to figure it out, man. I, I don't yeah. like to say it, but I I also don't like to ignore the facts. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. That's definitely fair. I do think the Pelicans could be a fun... Uh, I've said it before, but... I think the Pelicans are going to start winning a lot of games when Zion gets back. I think so, too. I, I, and it's it's going to be later in the year because, you know, they're already, like, trash record-wise. Yeah. Uh, but offensively, man, they're scary good. Yeah, and Ingram is is coming into his own game finally. Yeah, I think a number of those guys are doing that. Josh yeah. Hart's giving him good stuff. Uh, yeah, Hol- Holiday's starting to play like I wanted him to play coming into the year. They don't use him much, but Jackson Hayes is kind of a steal of the draft to I like me. It, yeah, not the steal, but he's a steal. They just don't use him. They don't need him that much. But I also like their really uh, their. Pick. <laughs> their prototypical overseas uh, power forward, <laughs> the Melly. Melly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Typical, like fundamentally sound shooter, good at moving yeah. the ball, like just smart player. Like, another, I, I love that physical, pick, yeah, unnecessarily physical. <laughs> right, right. Ask, ask Sacramento. You need guys like that for sure. Yeah, uh, but yeah, man, I, I like what they're doing. I do too. Yeah. Gentry's doing a good job this year so far. This, this is a good roster for him to also kind of play to his strengths. Mm-hmm. Play fast, be like just push the tempo. Yep. Is there any other um, teams that you caught that you want to talk about? Well, I do have to apologize to somebody. Oh, yeah, that's right. Officially. Uh, so yeah. I said, I'm a man of my word, and I said when Gordon Hayward got injured, I said – uh, as critical as I've been of Jalen Brown for, you know, two three years now, yeah. Uh, I said if he plays well in this stretch, uh, I'm I'm gonna have to swallow my pride because this these are the stretches that you need a guy like Jalen Brown to play well. Mm-hmm. You, he's your third or fourth guy. You, I'm not asking him to lead the team in scoring very often. But I need him to step up his game when a key player goes down. Mm-hmm. And and to his credit, that's exactly what he did. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not gonna hate. I, you know, am I sold on him as a player? No. But he is he has done everything that Boston has needed. He's been the right amount of aggressive. He's been a lot smarter with the shots he takes. He's yeah. kind of simplified his game where he's just an energy guy. He's limited the dumb fouls or just the dumb, like, mistakes. Yeah. Uh, and I think a lot of that has to do with Kemba's leadership, honestly. I agree. Uh, and I just – I love what I'm seeing from him, man. I think the, some of the random shit that I've seen on video, him doing with T-Mac in the offseason, 
Jalen Brown? Yes. <laughs> I didn't know he worked out with T Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll find a video. I'll probably send it to. You. I think it's on YouTube, honestly. Uh, but <laughs> T Mac is a wild, like workout guy. Yeah, too. and they, they were working on a lot of like mid range ISO stuff. Yeah. Which I was like, dude, this is like, what are you doing? Giving him the Carmelo Anthony workouts. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but but he's actually used that stuff very well, man. Uh, he's It's not like he's not holding the ball and doing it. He's just making quick, decisive moves. Hmm. Uh, and I, I, I think Boston, Boston could beat anybody in the East if Gordon Hayward, you know, is, is, is as good as he was right before he got hurt. I agree. Um, front court is still is really oh, bad man. I was just about to say I think they need no, Thice is some... not it man no he's I'm not I'm sorry he's definitely I'm not I'm sorry and, and their bench their bench definitely like out they overperform <laughs> their bench I think it's the energy that the starters bring yeah you know Kimba brings energy everyone jumps on his energy and the bench comes in and plays good but Brad Wanamaker is not good. Let's be honest. He's not good. Um, Tice is not good. Grant Williams, fellow Tennessee grad, not good. (laughs) All facts. (laughs) Um, And they they can't get Carson. uh, An open shot to save his life. Yeah, they can't get Carson Edwards any open shots. When they give it to him, he has like... He was looking a millisecond to get it off. <laughs> yeah, I, I think part of that is, uh, I think a little part of that is just teams have seen how dynamic he is, and yeah. they don't want to be that team that kind of lets him just explode. Right. And I think even like random backup guys, I think are taking a lot more pride in like, yo, I'm not about to give up 10 threes to this dude. Right. I, I agree. I agree with that. And plus, they're not using him, you know, he doesn't play on ball often. Yeah. So, like, when he gets the ball, it's to score. Yeah. And then, you know, so it's easier to play someone when the only time they get the ball is when they're supposed to be scoring. So, um, that's that. It, they, they need something. There's some free agents that are still available they could get that I think could help them. Um, but I, we, we got to talk about the, the guy on the trading block. And we, we all know him. Cliff Paul. <laughs> Starting power forward. Get him off my TV screen, too, please, by the way. <clears throat> Not for the same reasons as Baker, but I don't know why. I'm tired of seeing all of these commercials of him. Of CP? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Like, he's just kind of washed now. Like, he's just another guy. He's getting buckets, though. No, he is. I, I The Thunder are playing very well all around. Yeah, I I think it is weird that, you know, State Farm is red, and it looked cooler when he was on Houston on red teams. Yeah. And now his team isn't red, yeah. so it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it looks weird, you know. Yeah, I feel you. But the two, well, the two big ones is him and Love. They're the two guys that are, you know, on the market. What do you think? <clears throat> you, you think there's any teams that could use them that? You know, well, my friend who is from Atlanta, originally, he brought, he asked me if I think they should go for Kevin Love. No, they shouldn't. I was like, no. Nah. That's stupid. The thing is. Tell your friend that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, he's he's just, he's one of those, 
you know, real hopeful guys. Oh yeah. I, I was like, the thing uh, is, you guys would have to give up something that's working to get <laughs> Kevin Love, which isn't worth hey, it. Hey, point. you said it last week. Jabari's been balling. Jabari's been balling, and they're you know, Collins is out with the roid thing. So when they get Collins back, you know, who knows? I'm, they're still not going to be good, but they have good pieces. And if you lose the pieces and just get love, it's it's more of a loss than it is a gain to me. Um, and that, I think that's the situation for a lot of teams. I think a lot of teams are in a really good place and just need addition yeah, and not subtraction. Because, you know, it's, to me, if you give up Collins, if you give up Collins, you know, Reddish at this – and a Reddish is young, but if you give up Collins, Reddish, Hunter – or um, Jabari Parker, you're losing more than you're gaining with Love. Because you have to go up at least two of them. That's that's my problem with Love being such a big trading piece. Yeah. Because I think if you could finesse and get Love for cheap, you yeah. you would be just a, just a phenomenal move. It would be a exactly. phenomenal move. But I <laughs> you, I don't think that could happen. That's not how the Cavs are making it seem. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if and, Portland, and if Portland could give up Hezonia, uh Tolliver. Tolliver, and I'll say, I, I mean, shit. Simons, Simons. Let's go with Simons because he's kind of a younger guy. There's a lot more excitement around him. Right. Uh, you give up those three for love? Oh my God! Yes. I agree. But and if, I think they could just get a free agent guard, and they'd be fine. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think. Cleveland would do shit like that. They won't. I think no. Cleveland's looking for a you know a ha- at least a halfway like decent c- potential star player. And I don't think Cleveland's taking picks from good teams. You know they're not going to give love give love to Portland and get a pick, yeah. knowing that they're <laughs> Portland might go on a forty game winning streak. Right. You know what I mean? And I doing. I don't think Cleveland is doing that at this point because they remember they went. You know, they struck gold by getting the Brooklyn picks um, at the time. Uh, I, I heard Celtics, but who are you going to give up? Like you said, if you could, if you could, you know, give up Wanamaker, Grant Williams, um, <laughs> Daniel Tice. I'll tell you what. What about what about uh, Jalen Brown and Ennis Cantor for love? No. No, I wouldn't do it. That's see, this is where the problem comes in. I don't think love is as worth it as a lot of people like kind of make it seem at this point. Right, and, and the, the thing is, definitely not for a good team. Exactly, because any of the guy, any of the teams that I consider contenders, I'm not giving up any starters. Like, there's none of them have starters to waste. Yeah, at, at that point, Cleveland is cannot make that move. Right. I'm not trading love for your bench. Like, I don't give a shit. I don't want your bench. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's the problem with the, like you said, with Portland. No, I don't want Hazonia, Tolliver, and Simons for love. That's ludicrous. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why I think the other issue is love's contract is gigantic. Right. And I just, he's not worth that money with the way he's been playing. And they, not that he can't contribute very well in the right situation but he just the way his his current situation is it's just hard for me to to see how he would get out of that right 
I wouldn't give a starter from Charlotte up for him. It's just the, the teams that are playing well are in such a good place. They're starting. This is probably in the NBA. This is probably the best starting five in NBA I've ever seen. You might like be all right. The starting, all the starting fives are, you know, except, pretty good. Except great. Cleveland. Yeah, except Cleveland. And New York. The ones, oh, yeah, of course. They're the ones who need it. Those two. Yeah. I mean, even the bad teams. Atlanta's starting five is good. I, Chicago starting five is okay. I like the Pelicans. I like the Pelicans starting five. Sacramento starting five is good to me. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not, you think I'm giving up Bagley? Nah, Heck I'm good. No. I'm good on that. I'm not giving up Bagley, Buddy, Fox. Um, yeah, I think love is stuck, man. Yeah, that's the problem for for love. Now, I'd, I'll give up a starter for CP. No, nah, yeah, CP love. is a different story to me. Yeah. Because CP, and, I think it would... If Milwaukee could get CP, oh, it's over. Oh my God, it's done. It's over. It's done. They're coming out of the East within the easiest sweep since the 2001 Lakers. Yeah, it's just it's gonna be a blowout every game. And and, and really, I mean, and think about that, Bledsoe, and then you move. Uh, let's say Bledsoe, Connaughton, and. I don't know, Robin Lopez. Uh huh. That's plausible with you know how worth it Bledsoe it seems to be to these NBA teams. I don't I don't see that. I wouldn't I wouldn't trade Bledsoe, but I I understand. I agree with you. What? I agree with what you're what saying. What do you mean you like, wouldn't I, trade that, Bledsoe? That that looks like a good pick. That looks like a good trade to me. But how they're playing, I don't know if I would lose if I would trade Bledsoe from the team right now. I like how Bledsoe's playing on the team, but I don't know. I, I guess what I'm saying is, if I'm the Bucks, I've seen what Bledsoe looks like on the team, and although he's not the optimal, I haven't seen what CP looks like, and I know Bledsoe has taken us at least to the Western. I mean, to the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> If he could make some free throws, we'd be in the final. No, 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 no. I'm not letting you go with that. That's that is ludicrous. Are you kidding you me? Ble- has Bledsoe not been the weak link for two years in a row? <laughs> the weak link. <laughs> Absolutely, he has been the absolute weak link. Before Giannis's free throws, before Middleton's, I don't know what I'm gonna get every single game. Before, where is Brook Lopez? <laughs> My first issue with the Bucks is what the fuck is Eric Bledsoe doing on the court? Oh, no, 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 no. You're misunderstanding what I'm saying then. If, okay. if you think I don't think Bledsoe is a problem, I've said if Bledsoe made some free throws and if Bledsoe was consistent, we'd be in the finals. But I don't know. I know we're not getting that, though. But I, I don't know what CP would do. And I, I see that right there is where, where our difference is. To me, I would do it after the season. After the Forget season. Forget that. That's, that's stupid to me. You do it mid-season? In my opinion, as I said before, the Bucks are limited because they're the same team they were last year. <laughs> you bring yeah. in CP, you change the dynamic. But, but CP3 is one of the few cases, because he's a vet, because he knows how to play the game, I've seen him, I've already seen him adjust to what OKC's roster is. Mm-hmm. You don't think he can adjust to what uh, 
Milwaukee's roster is. He does not. He doesn't have to carry anything. All he has to do is play good basketball and make easy plays for guys. I would much rather take that risk of can Bledsoe fit in Milwaukee as opposed to the nonsense I've seen from Eric Bledsoe. You mean can CP fit in Milwaukee? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'd much rather take that risk than allow what the Eric Bledsoe's play has been in the playoffs the last two years. I I acknowledge CP is definitely a more proven playoff uh, player. That's there's no argument there at all. I just I don't know. I I wouldn't I wouldn't like veto it if someone did it. Yeah. But. It's not that easy for me. That's all I'm saying. I just, I don't understand why. <laughs> I, hey, man, I, I don't know. It's just, I think how the team is playing is just. Dog, honestly. I'm basing dude, it off this year, though. Not, I'm, I'm not basing. That's fair. I think if they do the same thing in the playoffs, then it's an instant. I'd do it right after the, um. I mean, obviously trade deadline is over. But as soon as the finals ends, I'm, already, I'm calling yeah. the Thunder. As soon is as it, it ends. Is it too late at that point, though? Is CP3 on another team locked in at that point, though? But then we have him for the summer, and we have we get our whole new chemistry from there. I just and, I don't understand. Know. Why wait? Why wait? Dude, CP3, let's just say for the sake of argument, he comes in, and he plays the same exact way that Bledsoe's playing. He is already a better player in that way than Bledsoe is right now. Yeah, that's fair. I agree with that. So yeah. it's to me, it's a no-brainer. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't want Bledsoe coming off the bench, six man. No, I, I don't need Bledsoe right now. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Has George Hill looks like a god every time he touches the court? Yes, in comparison to how Bledsoe plays. No, 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 no. George Hill has been a like a point god out there. He'd be starting then. No, but that's what I'm saying. You, I, I would like to keep him in his exact role. Oh, I got you. All, yeah, all I, I get you. I don't, I don't think this roster needs to like fundamentally change. I just need mm-hmm. CP3 to be that one upgrade. Mm-hmm. That's all I need, and I'm willing to lose Robin Lopez and and maybe Pat Connaughton. You could kind of, you could throw two players. You know, maybe not uh, Middleton, maybe not Brooke Lopez. Yeah, but any, me, anybody else is fair game. Let me say this as a blanket statement: the only people I'm not trading is Greek Freak Lopez and Middleton. I'm cool with anyone okay. else. Then yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah, I'm just. I was just saying it's it's not easy I know, for me. I got you. But I'd consider it. I would. Yeah, I'd definitely consider that. I don't but know, They're man. not gonna I, I do would, it. I would love that. They're not gonna do no. it though. <laughs> I trade Wesley Matthews too. Oh, I'd wave Wesley Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, there, there's, there's J.R. Smith is available. I'd take, right. I'd take Henny Jr. over Wesley Matthews any day, any week. I can't believe Jr. hasn't been picked up. By the way, it's, it's, it's wild. Portland, make it happen. No more Rodney Hood. Anthony Simons is out there playing like Jr. Smith to his credit. I know. Not that's not a compliment Except, either. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's playing like the J.R. Smith that doesn't play defense. Yeah, like that. Because J.R. Smith 
plays defense sometimes. That, like wild so, uh, Nuggets Jr. That was just like unstoppable some nights, and then just like you know, just awful other nights. Right, because Simons doesn't play any defense. Nah. For some reason, like for someone as athletic as him, he gets blown by more than necessary. Um. Well, give me an example of where Love could go. You think he's? You think it's over? You think he's just Cavs? Oh man, for the year. I I think yeah because I just can't give you a plausible trade that would make right. sense. I right. mean, hypothetically, again, I would love him in Portland. Uh, you know what I would love? Oh, I I don't know if I'd love this, but I would want to be interested in seeing uh, if they switch Millsap and Love. What would what yeah. would the Nuggets I was look thinking, like doing that? I actually was kind of trying to steer you into that. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I agree, I would like that. Now you lose a lot of defensive edge with without Millsap. Not that much because they don't play Jeremy Grant enough. Exactly. If you could, if you could kind of make the correct lineup adjustments with Love, you know, like the the correct change from you know Millsap and love uh yeah. they i think they could be a much better offensive team grant should be starting now in my opinion but to me love love is a very good fit with Jokic as opposed to Millsap yeah because Millsap to, is not to me, they don't have any chemistry my, my two best is... players have no chemistry Millsap is like a c plus on every aspect of the game yeah He's not good at anything. You know what's crazy is I used to never take his bum ass in 2K because he he couldn't like dominate in anything. He's yeah, he's not really good at anything. He's just okay, slightly better than average at everything, and he just plays hard. The computer used to always work me with him. Yeah. (laughs) No, but uh, yeah, man, I I would be very interested to see how that played out. Yeah, I would go Craig and and um, Millsap right now. Or Beasley and Millsap, one of those bench guys that they use, overuse. I keep Monty Morris because I like how he plays. You, you know what? If anything, if I, I, I would assume the the correct lineup adjustments would probably take a you know a number of games. Yeah. But I think Love could instantly fix Jokic's bad play. I do too. I think just having like an extra guy that Jokic can make plays for, uh, yeah. it, it would just open up the game for him a lot and just make it easier yeah and having someone that you have to guard at the three-point line yeah and so Jokic, because when they get Jokic out the paint it's over he does nothing really i mean he makes some good passes but it's no pass that anyone who's willing to pass can't make you know what i mean yeah from the high post or whatever he does that mid post but um yeah man i would i I saw that um, I, I like read a list of teams that should trade for Kevin Love. That was on there. I thought that was interesting. That's the Heat really were the, on there. Miami, I, I don't want Miami to, to, to screw up the magic they got going on. Yeah, they need someone who plays hard. If they're going to get someone else, they got to be someone who plays yeah, hard. They need to keep that culture. Right. Love, that's not I, nice. I absolutely love it. I mean, I, talk, I can't rave about Miami enough, man. I love but them. they haven't played as well as I would like for them to play yet. Yeah. Uh but but I think they're a work in progress, man. The number of young guys. 
and they 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 have the best trade assets in the league. Oh yeah, James Johnson, Dragic, and um, Dragic and uh, Waiters, Winslow, all all tradable pieces, and Winslow, all all four of them could get traded today, and it would do nothing to the Heat team. So there's someone I think if they got CP, oh it's easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't even instant, think of that. Yeah, CP. I wanted contenders. that to happen in the off season. I know that they want D'Angelo Russell, instant contender to me. Either of those would be instant contender, but you know, I think Russell brings the. He doesn't bring the defensive edge that CP does, but the um. He brings an offensive firepower that that they need. He brings the offensive firepower and the offensive. It's not aggression, but the, like, spark. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, it's like, you know, you know, when they're hot, when the team is hot, D'Angelo Russell is almost unstoppable. Right. He's like, he's like the NBA Jam. He's on fire. Yeah. He, he <laughs> when made, the team is on fire, flicking him up like AI, dropping the follow through and everything. Yeah, just draining him. He does that little, real small step back, yeah, just yeah, enough yeah. space. <laughs> Doesn't even jump on the shot. Yeah, yeah. When when he's like, I like his he's game. On his, fire. Game is, his game is a lot of fun to watch. It is for a guy who's not like really a crazy athlete. Right. It, so I, I and I saw that they were interested in getting him, and I would really like that. <laughs> I would like them getting any point guard, um, even though none might be rookie of the year. Uh, shout out to Kendrick Nunn. But yeah, they those assets they got to get those. They got to let those go before trade deadline for sure. It's starting to get exposed how much of a. Trash can uh, Justice Winslow is. They they kind of they did a good job of hiding it early in the year. They kind of they yeah. try to finesse the league, talking about oh we're gonna play him at point guard, like <laughs> yeah, he's just gonna catch you guys off guard with his decision making. Yeah, and and as similar to uh, Lonzo's fighting this out the hard way, mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't score the ball, you can't make plays. I told you uh, when Lonzo got drafted, I told you, Michael Carter-Williams. And I'd take Michael Carter-Williams over him. Easy. By the way, Lonzo Ball got benched the other day for Kenneth Williams. Just want to point that out. So the Pelicans yeah. are, uh, they're on. I think they're on the same page as me. Maybe not on the same page, but they're turning towards my page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, Joe Johnson is a free agent again. I I'm looking at the fine. updated list of current NBA free agents. I mean, there's some veteran talent out there, and I don't understand why they're going so away from the vets. It's just, but Thabo Cephalosha is the one that's like that gets picked up. It makes he's no cheap. sense to me. I guess because he's cheap. Shumper isn't cheap. Shumper no, to Net, me is the Nets a, got Shumper, right? But oh, I, 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 bad example. Like Jr. Jr. is cheap yeah. at this point. He should, Jr. JR is should a be miles cheap. better option than Thabo Cephalosha. Jamal Crawford. Oh my god! I I don't understand why Joe Kim has not been signed. I just don't get right. it. 
because Joe can played good last year. That's the Fareed. Like, Fareed is another guy resurrected his career and then and never got signed what? again. Joe Johnson just won a big three championship. One injury and he's gone, but Bruce Brown is playing. Yeah, Come Fareed's on. still looking Come for on. a job. What are you doing? <laughs> Dante Cunningham. I'm gonna get him off this list. Yeah, Jonathan Simmons isn't signed. That's criminal. Wow. Criminal. Alonzo Ball's out here stealing minutes. <laughs> Are you? Jonathan Simmons is a beast. Are you kidding me? Alonzo Ball's out here stealing minutes from Kenneth Williams. I don't even know who that is. Jonathan Simmons would be fire on um, would be fire on Miami. He'd be fire on the Pelicans. Yeah, he would. He'd probably get more shots. He needs he needs ISO time too. You know, I wish every Orlando uh, piece would move. Me too. I wish way. Orlando just got taken off the map and distributed. <laughs> no, no argument from me on that. <laughs> I wish Sacramento too. Sacramento is the West version of that. Yeah. Yeah. Those two teams right there, dude. I Aaron Gordon is just wasting his time. Now he signed that contract for nothing. Oh no! Why? Their roster is super crazy with pieces. Evan Fournier has been a top fifteen shooting guard for like three years. Oh, that reminds me. Wasting his time. When you ask me, like, where do I put Brogdon? I put him on Fournier's level. They're like in the same tier for me. That's fair. Yeah. And Fournier is to me a sleeper. Now he obviously he can't be the number one guy, but if no, he, but he could, he could definitely be the sec. He could be like the Danny Green on the Raptors bro, championship bro, team last year. Bro, think about this: trade Middleton for Fournier right now. Are the Bucks not a better team? Oh, for sure. Easy to me. That's easy. I'd trade Middleton for I trade Middleton and anyone else they want for Ross and Fournier right oh now. Oh my God! I, in a second. <laughs> Terrence Ross is wasting his time. Um, DJ Augustine should be a top-level backup. Uh, uh, DJ Augustine's like a Van Fleet, but just not getting any there. kind of shine because he's on a bad team. A yeah. team with, that's, this is, it doesn't seem like Orlando is going anywhere. And Bamba's a solid backup center. I, I like uh, Isaac. Yeah. Isaac has got good energy. He blocks shots. I like Isaac too. Yeah. I just I like all their guys. I just want all of them out of Orlando. Vucevic is a top ten center every year for like th- he's gonna be on the, the third <laughs> year in a row. He'll probably be on the rebound record books, and people will look at him and say, "Who is that?" Exactly. And he's a yeah. bucket. Yeah. Like he he's uh, some of the things that uh. Like Embiid gets credit for in terms of how great he is, Vucevic mm-hmm. has been doing for years way more efficiently. Yeah, and it's in Orlando. Nobody gives a fuck, and they shouldn't because Orlando's a joke. And you're yeah. completely right on Sacramento being the same thing. <laughs> Sac Ariza's on Sacramento. Did you know that? Yes, I don't care. He's there. I mean. The pieces they have, they could distribute Bogdanovich. You know, Yogi Ferrell is a good third string guard. I mean, I mean, Fox is a starting guard on 
a lot of teams to me. Guy just had 40 in a D-League game. Buddy Hield is a starting two guard on a lot of teams that well, are missing Buddy Hield is twos. potentially a second option on a lot of teams. If they had Buddy Hield instead of Wes Matthews? Oh, my God. They'd, they'd be undefeated <laughs> the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, who, who else? Corey Joseph is a solid backup. I mean, everyone knows that. Bagley is fire. Harrison Barnes is a, is a good player. Their Bogdanovich is fire. Yeah. Super fire. Yep. I don't understand it, man. I don't understand why these teams have these great rosters that just nothing to nothing to show for it. Yeah, man. And, and again, I just I wish all these teams would be self-aware enough to acknowledge like issues they have. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's just it's ignorant to continue playing Bledsoe and, and encouraging him to play the way he's been playing. I agree. Just because he's shooting the ball well, if he's not taking good shots, like now you're on your third year of letting this guy take bad shots. Mm-hmm. Once he stops making them, because playoff defense is more a lot more physical, because he you know he can't drive the ball, which is his bread and butter. He's just getting right. exposed out there. And him not being able to drive the ball is the subject of him and Greek Freak's fit, for sure. Because Greek Freak can't leave the paint. It would be so much easier. Even if he was playing poorly, he'd be a better fit. Yeah. Um, Was that last year Corey Brewer came back and was playing fire? For the Nets, was it? I want to say it was the year before last. The year before? I might be wrong, though. It was recent though. He came back out of nowhere. And was it was the Thunder, right? Uh, you might be right. It might have been two years ago. I like I like uh, I liked him in DC, man. He's he's out there without a job. I think Lance Thomas was all right for the Knicks, but he's out there without a job. Um, you guys picked up Justin Anderson, right? Uh, yeah. And no one ever uses him. Um, Deontay Davis was like a fifth pick of the draft, and he's without a job for some reason. I don't know what happened there. Sean Livingston. I don't think Sean Livingston wants to play. Iguodala is still <laughs> got holding his, out. Got his situation going on. Why is he doing that? Why won't he just play? Bro, I think he's just trying to waste the year. I don't think he wants to play regular season games. That's dumb. You know, I mean, dude, for the last, like, two, three years – He's coming. He's come. He was coming into every playoff run like with with people questioning how healthy he was. Yeah. And, and like none of it was you know made up. Obviously, he was getting banged up a lot. Yeah. I, I just don't think he wants to play a regular season games. He just wants to go to a contender. Bro, he's gonna hop on the Lakers when they have like fifty five wins and just go crazy. Or the Clippers. <laughs> Him on the Clippers would be insane. It just they'd have the they'd have to have like the longest wingspan ever as a team. If he God, was on Beverly, uh, it, let's 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 just let's keep it defensive. So we'll go mm-hmm. Beverly, uh, PG, Kawhi, Iguodala, and Montrezl. Yeah, who's scoring on that lineup? <laughs> right, and I, I'll take the the slight size deficit. Because nobody could dribble the ball, so how are you gonna run the offense anyway? 
Right. Yeah. And then, I mean, and it, take any of those guys out and put in Harkless, and you have the same wingspan. Exactly. <laughs> and it's someone who's willing to hard foul you and play physical D. And I forgot to give him a shout-out, too, with Jermichael Green. He's been playing pretty well. Yeah. You did. You said he was um, there, Mike Miller. <laughs> yes, he's been playing really good. Wow. Did you see that just now? Dude, <laughs> I swear he's validating what I said as the game is going on. He just ran 100 miles an hour and just handed... Um, <laughs> to the other team. Was it Corver that stole it? I might have been. He so has like 100 total steals on his whole... Kyle Corver just took the ball from you. Oh, they, why are they passing him the ball, dog? He's so trash. I wouldn't even pass him the rock. Look, why are they putting the camera on him? Like, get him out of the league, please. Yeah, I'm done with that. He's done. Do we have any other? Um, oh, do we? Are we? Um, do you want to revisit our Philly talk? Um, is there anything else you want to say about it? We pretty much dogged them enough last. Yeah, time. they're more of the same. Yeah, it's the same. It's another similar to Milwaukee. They come. They came out of the playoffs last year thinking like, shit, man. If we figure out these roster moves, we're a contender all over again. Mm-hmm. But none of the summer was spent figuring out how Ben Simmons and Embiid are going to play together. Yeah, I agree. If anything, every every move they made should have been centered around how can we fit those two guys with whoever we pick up. I agree. And to me, that wasn't the thought process. And now... They're doing exactly what Milwaukee's doing, exactly what Houston's doing. Yeah, they could beat everybody. But the the same flaws are still there. If you could draft if you could draft from the 76ers, who's your first pick? Embiid. Okay. It'd take away injury, you know, out of it, obviously. No, I mean right now. No, I Embiid. mean I still trust Embiid cuz he's been healthy. Yeah, recently. Yeah, but I I don't I don't want to draft anybody from the Sixers. <laughs> you wouldn't take either one of them in a. I mean, if, if I'm if I'm doing league. like an all around league draft, I'd take a couple of their guys with my later picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nobody's coming first. But I'm not taking rounds. any of those guys. Okay. Maybe Josh Richardson. If if I if I picked every position except two guard. And I'm at my fifth pick. I might take Josh Richardson. I don't know what they're waiting for to trade Embiid at this point. You think Simmons is the one they should build around? It's not that I think Simmons is the one they should build around. But I think think Embiid is more expendable than Simmons. Because just because of how good Horford is playing. I'd be confident in what I get for Embiid and using Horford as my starting center. And having a whole new team based around how Simmons can work with whoever I get for Embiid. Right. Then I would trying to get another guard to try to play with Embiid. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? That's fair. And then who are you going to get for Simmons? I mean, you might get a good player, but not a all-star. This team, uh, I don't think I just want to keep it realistic for this year. I don't think they're going to move either of those guys this year. Oh, definitely not. Definitely. But not. if they think they're good, if they exactly, and I, like I said, <laughs> that's the problem. 
Yeah. But but just a small thing that they could easily fix. Maybe not yeah. easily fix, but definitely need to address. If they walk into the playoffs with the bench they have right now, yeah, I could easily see them getting upset in the first round. If they don't have a high seed and they got to play a, a very competitive Indiana team with, with Oladipo back at full strength, mm-hmm. I, are you trusting Philly at that point? No. Of course not. So I they have to upgrade their bench. I think don't I think I think Indiana is like their best case scenario to not get upset. Yeah. But I still think they could get upset. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? I know. Yeah. I I think matchup wise, that's who they would want to try not to get upset, but they still might get upset. But, but I agree I mean, with Nets your overall point though. Them. Yeah. I think uh, I don't want them to do what we were talking about with Milwaukee in terms of like waiting. Right. Like I want them to move, make a move now. If 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 you want to move Embiid, move Embiid because one of these guys, like you said, has to go. Yeah, and they have to. I think they should do it now because I agree. Um, what the? F- they're not gonna win. I mean, they, there's no way they believe that they are a win now team. They're not. Milwaukee at least is a win now. Like Milwaukee thinks they could win the championship this year. Philly, there's no way anyone on the team or in the front office believes they can win the championship with that team. It's just it would just be crazy. And to me, I would almost take talk about getting people from Orlando. I'd trade Embiid for four Orlando players right now. Oh my god! From that team, easily. Give me. Give me Fournier, give me yeah. Gordon, and give me Ross, and give me Fultz. Shoot, bring me Fultz back. I wouldn't I'd mind be, it. Yeah, that's what, I'd I mean, love who's that. their backup point guard? Raul now, Neto. But... Oh, Come on now, yeah. that's that's not gonna cut it. Right. You really think me... you really think Raul Neto is gonna be able to check Dragic in the playoffs? <laughs> you really think he's gonna be able to check Dragic. George Hill in the playoffs? Van Vliet. Van, oh my God! Exposed. He's not checking any of them. I mean, he's not checking Aaron Holiday. No, he's not. You're right. <laughs> Aaron Holiday just had 25 tonight. Yeah. So like, um, yeah. Give me. I need either Fultz or uh, I guess they want to go with Fultz as a starter. So I'll take Augustine. Easy. I have the. I probably have the best backup point guard in the East. Yeah, now, you point. immediately you fix the chemistry issues and upgrade your depth. Right, and I still have Horford as a starting center, a solid yeah. starting center. You you do those you, two you, things, you're you're a clear cut contender at that point. Yes, I I think that's what I'm saying. They have no other point guard on the team, so if they trade Simmons, I need an all star point guard or nothing. But when it comes to Embiid, I could trade Embiid and get anything. And then I can move Simmons to another position. I can move Horford to the start. Oh, I center. love that. You know? Yeah, dude. I think that's why, to me, Embiid is the one. But I wish I wish these teams would listen to our damn podcast. So CP3 on the Bucks, and then making this trade for Philly. Ooh, the East would be lit. Yeah. But, of course, it's not going to happen. I wouldn't trade Embiid for... <laughs> Love because they wouldn't have anything else to give me. Yeah, <laughs> I need all their picks, every last one for the next three years. I need all your picks and love. That's not gonna happen. It would have to be like the 
I was I was on Instagram and I saw the Dwight Howard trade. Mm. Like the everyone who was involved in it. Yeah. Like Jason Richardson and Chris Duhon and <laughs> <laughs> it was like seventeen guys in the trade, right? Yeah. Buying them to the Sixers and all that. It would have to be like that if I'm getting love. I need you know, I need like Ariza <laughs> a bunch of randoms too. I'm not just taking love for Embiid. No way. But yeah, man, I, I mean they're not gonna do it because I think people hype Embiid up a lot. I think um I think there's a lot of hyped players now. I agree. Um and that and that's that's kinda cheap. And it's but. it's frustrating because Devontae Graham, a player who deserves hype, doesn't get it. Right. There's a lot of, I mean, Brogdon, Zion, dog, people can't stop talking about Zion. He hasn't played a real NBA game yet. And Morant is looking like a, you know, future Hall of Famer. Right. The way he's been playing. He's showed me so many little things that make me think he's going to be unstoppable eventually. I, I, dude, I agree, man. He's like already what Westbrook had to take six years to get to. to (laughs) That's a good, I like that comparison. Yeah. And doesn't turn the ball over, doesn't lead the league in turnovers, like Westbrook did his first seven years of the league. So, yeah, man. Um, you got anything else? I'm gonna play your gym. We'll come back anyway. Uh, yeah. I mean, not really for basketball, no. All right. Um, this is this is a good gym, by the way. Uh, throwback to. J Rock's album that we praised very much uh last year. Oh, we got to start um doing our lists too. Yeah, I'm I'm I've been putting it together slowly over the past like month. Yeah, okay. I uh, still got to make sure I'm not quite sure where I want to put certain things as far as uh movies, albums go. Yeah. Uh but I'm working on it. All right, cool. All right. Uh we'll be right back after this J Rock Oh, real quick, real quick. Um, uh, is Rick is Rick Ross album gonna be on your list? Yo. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, is. it is. Uh, no. What did you ask? Sorry. Is Rick Ross album gonna be on your list? Uh, I don't want to spoil it. Are we doing Are we doing top five or top ten? We're gonna do the top ten. I mean. You know, I'll do my top ten. You do your top ten. We'll compile it. Okay. Uh, I, I've been hearing a lot of blasphemy. I, me too. About, <laughs> that's why I was. Me that's too, why bro. I'm asking because I've I've been hearing people saying is like, I'm like what? Dog, I had people tell me like, "Yo, you like that shit? Like, what do you mean?" <laughs> that's what I. That's why I'm asking. I had the same thing. Yeah, bro. I, I was. I was just. I was dumbfounded, man. <laughs> I, and I talked to people who like normally. Normally we have pretty similar music tastes, and then we got to Ross, and it just was not on the same page at all. And I was like, yeah. "Bro, yeah, you must have not listened to it more than like once." Right. I could kind of see if you caught it on a bad time, and it, you just kind of forced your way through it, just because it's Ross. Yeah. You probably you probably didn't like it because you know you thought it was long, you thought it was kind of slow. Uh, but, yeah. but I, man, I don't know. I just, I loved it. Yeah, me too. All right. I was just checking. 
All right, we'll be right back. Out of sight, out of mind, feeling like I'm running out of time. Out of sight, out of sight, out of mind, feeling like I'm running out of time. Out of sight, out of sight, out of mind, out of sight, out of sight, out of mind, out of sight, out of mind, living life like I'm running out of time. Sometimes a nigga feel like everybody ain't built like. Johnny McKenzie, if I could pretend, see, I wouldn't feel right. I bought a Dodge Magnum, I just got signed. Everybody on my line, they wanna know the taxes. Do I got a mansion? 30k to my mom. The hood turned up, bitches, bottles, dope, and all that stuff. Attention, high hopes to call my bluff. Offended by the notes when I lost love. Things change, people change, niggas change, bitches change. Friend or foe, if it's so, pick a lane. Lil Wayne on my single now. Fucking hoes like I'm single now. Triggers close to my fingers now But when the label froze up, they all chose up They telling me you're a non-believer now A felony all I could think about The cars got repoed, the bills they add up My bitch done left me, I smoked my last one I'm high with no sleep, I pray a bad come I just might grab one, I just might blast one of you Cause I ain't got none to lose But I got these wins to gain And I don't feel comfortable One thing that I've learned all of these years Is to block devils off of my ears Fairy tales don't end well when the fame and fortune out here. Everybody out of sight, out of mind, feeling like I'm running out of time. Out of sight, out of sight, out of mind, feeling like I'm running out of time. Out of sight, out of sight, out of mind, out of sight. Chromethazine in a baby bottle, meditating on daily dollars, lately problems, stem from my bitch cause she know I still fuck with my baby mama, so they be drama, in the house I got to find the outlet, waiting on the plug just like a fucking outlet, fuck it I'm turning my phone off, fantasies of grabbing the heat and burning my nose off, plan, niggas might not know but I'm slightly throwed off, and I might need Zoloft, for now, these zannies are due. Hear the sound, a minute depressive that ain't been prescriptive. What can he do? Anywho, boy, when you got it, you keep a close watch on the ones that's befriending you. Them'll be the ones that envy you. Vividly dreaming about any you. But when you low, they don't tend to you. Acting new when they run into you. Fucking your bitch trying to feel like you. There's the message I send to you. Look both ways before you cross me, I tell you. Look both ways before you cross me, I tell you. Ripping and running wild, my mama say slow it down, I don't listen to her. All of my felonies on foul Sipping liquor to my liver ruin My partner just lost trial The system will give it to you when you get into it How could you calm down? Cause soon as your guard's down, it's a pistol to it G 
ride special, it's a Buick. I'm guilty, but I said I didn't do it. Pressure bus pipes like a gunfight. I ain't never bring a knife to it. I done been through it and I've been through it. All the ride ride, I'm in a high rise. Instead of music and the interviewing, I could be a nigga dead interviewing. Would you take a look inside of my eyes? I'm surrounded by a bunch of blind guys. Out of sight, out of my mind. But y'all can never see me checking chicken fettuccine. And I wish a nigga would when I'm in this Lamborghini. Top back in the bitty, top down on the billy. Top dogs on the map. We familiar with your ways, we don't even need the app. Sorry, but I gotta ask. You running the trap or just running your trap? I'm running the up, I'm running it up. Running across the finish line. Hope you worth more than your Rolex when you run up out of time. Out of sight, out of mind. Feeling like. We are back. <clears throat> uh, what we got to get to? What else? Um, I don't really have anything as far as movies or shows that I've watched. Uh, but I did get. Uh, I have Disney Plus now. Oh, okay. And my 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 fears about it were kind of realized once I saw the all the stuff they had. Uh, meaning, uh, meaning, mean? I really only have it for Mandalorian. Uh, I mean, you're not gonna watch Darkwing Duck. <laughs> no, no, none of their other originals look anything like anything I want to see. Oh, the new originals, you mean? Yeah, I mean, you gotta wait for the Marvel. Yeah, Marvel's gonna go crazy on there. Yeah, but I, but I, I hate. I don't really like watching shows like, you know, season by season anymore. Oh yeah, uh, I would prefer waiting. Uh huh. I just enjoy, like some of my favorite shows. I binged. Yeah. Like I had, I binged most of Game of Thrones. I binged most of uh, Breaking Bad. I it binged makes it more cinematic. Teen Wolf. Oh, I yeah. mean, I was Teen dumb late. Really I dangerous. just watched Teen Wolf like a year ago. <laughs> oh, finally, Teen Wolf was. You know, me and Nigel. <laughs> that was our thing. I was, I was so sleepy, the door. Man. Teen Wolf was fire. Yeah, I took a yeah. straight NyQuil on Teen Wolf. <laughs> yeah. I feel you. There's, some, there's been some uh, major trailers. You see the Wonder Woman trailer? Yeah. I'm right at it. I'm excited. Um, Finally, they make a trailer for a sequel I'm actually excited about. And not Wonder Woman. The new Ghostbusters. I'm right at it. I'm more excited about this one than any of the other ones. <laughs> what? The, this Ghostbusters? Yeah. Yeah, me too, for sure. But I am skeptical still. I'm skeptical, but I like, you know, Paul Rudd, I like. Um, I like the kid from... I liked uh, everybody I saw, I liked, honestly. Yeah, I, I think the story looks pretty cool. I think 
you know, the hipster kind of era. I think this is going to be kind of funny, like the throwback kind of stuff. That's cool. I'm, I'm right at it. Did you see the trailer for that um, Antlers movie? Yeah, it looks weird. <laughs> You're going to go see it, though, right? <laughs> I might. It looks like your style. For I, sure. I like, I like, yeah, I like crazy, <laughs> wacky, original. I'm, I'm on board for all that. It's Del Toro too. I mean, oh yeah, De- all the, all the like the creative visionary guys, yeah, uh, the Zack Snyder's, the Del Toros, yeah. the, yeah. Uh, the who was the Lost Lindelof, yeah, uh, all those guys who like can't write scripts for shit, but but yeah. all their movies are like dumb lit. <laughs> yeah i'm i'm all that for one, that that antlers looks lit for sure michael bay is another one mm-hmm. he's more yeah, trash he's more trash than the other names but uh hey, michael bay <clears throat> i think so yeah <laughs> what's his most trash good movie what's his most trash big movie in your opinion Ooh, i i think it's so bad uh armageddon the original, the old Armageddon, the nineties with Affleck, Willis, all the guys. Wow, I, I know that a lot, a lot of people. I, that's a, a hot take, low key. What a hater! Yeah, that's a hot take because I know everybody I know enjoys that movie. That's seen it. I, I don't. It's not my kind of movie. It's trash. But I never looked at it as trash. It's trash, dog. <laughs> the dialogue, the dialogue is is not good. It's got that like Kung Skull Island not humor humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, some of it is a little you know funnier because it's not the nineties. It's a lot more people campy. Are, people are like a foot from dying, and it's supposed to be funny. Yeah, yeah, but I, I thought, yeah. dog, it exposed. Uh, that was the first time I was like, damn, Ben Affleck's not that good of an actor, dude. That's. That's really bad. That was the first time because that was thirty years ago. <laughs> well, I mean, that was like the earliest movie I had seen from him. Obviously, I saw it in like the mid two thousands. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I'm just saying, if he's been bad, if that's when he went bad. He's been bad. For I a mean, long he's been time. up and down since then. Yeah, he. But that one was. I was like, whoa. I mean, he's had. Like, kinda, he's also made just bad decisions. It's kind of weird for me with Vin. It's the ones that aren't supposed to be good that are his best ones to I me know. like the accountant yes was not, that was not supposed to be a smash and it was fire did you see bro did you see the trailer he's got a movie coming out where he's like the basketball coach yeah it looks so bad watch that movie be fire <laughs> i know yeah. that seems that's, <laughs> that's exactly like the accountant type of sleeper that he likes to do Right, you talking about he's like drunk and he's yeah, a drunk dude. Yeah, and, like and he the, like kind of takes you know it's just like the most basic like he takes yeah. a ragtag group and yeah. makes them like super successful. I mean, it's a copy of Glory Road without the racism. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the the part of the trailer when the um the coach says how you know how the opposing coach it's like how you were adjusting the coaching it's like yeah you know just getting to know the players he said he said what players <laughs> dude i died laughing yeah that trailer Watching does that it's trailer. not a good it's not a good look yeah but you're right it might be crazy i, mean, I could be it wrong be like academy award winning uh, one thing that got me hyped as far as trailers, uh, a little teaser came out of uh, from the 
Amazon Prime show, The Boys, the superhero show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it look it looks fire. I know, all man. If you finish season, season one, ends just crazy. Yeah, like the finale, it and it's the finale is actually the episode is a little slow to me, but the ending is just out of control. It, yeah, it, and what's crazy is Amazon shows. Most of the Amazon shows to me, their finales aren't like. I don't know. Maybe this is from binging. I don't really feel the finales like I no, used no, to No, no, no. I think a lot of their shows... One thing I like about watching their shows season by season is they're a lot more, like, finite. Like, when a season yeah. ends, like, you, you feel, you know, the end. Maybe yeah, not yeah. the end of the overall storyline, but you're not left on, you know, a cliffhanger. Right, yeah. I, and I like that. Right. But they're not as, like... They're not as, like, action-packed as, like, well, like finales years ago, before binge-watching, before streaming. Like, the finale was, like, the... You could just watch the finale. you get a, a season worth of action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't really do that that much anymore. But, um... Yeah, all, yeah. The, all the dying uh, network shows still do that. Like, The Walking Dead does that. Yeah. Uh, all right. of the, like, the detective like ncis all those shows do that shit yeah and sometimes the netflix ones like the superhero netflix shows did that pretty well yeah but the um a lot of the streaming shows they like i guess they just know they're coming back yeah i think (laughs) they're a little more focused on like kind of just having a cohesive story yeah that might be it yeah Uh, but but some things i will be watching soon is the mandalorian for sure uh and uh Jack Ryan season two for sure. Yeah, um, I just finished that. There's one more I think I had that I really wanted to watch, uh, but I can't remember it right now. Okay, I'm almost done with. Oh, uh, Titan season two. Oh yeah, that's yeah. another one. I haven't mm-hmm. started. I start. I only watched the first episode of season two. Okay, and then because it really is like the finale. Of yeah, yeah. Isn't that weird? It is weird. I talked to, to my friend like two days ago about that. He was like, bro, why did season two like start with the end of season one, it seemed like. And and even then, that wasn't that like... <laughs> I, after it, I was like, what happened? Right. <laughs> Which is fine, though, because like the next season, a lot of stuff happens, though, because I'm almost done with it. But um, I don't know what happens at the end. It's very, it's kind of slow, but it, it's really good slow. The Titans, yeah, but great, great characters allow you to do that, right? Yeah, and you really fall in love with the characters and really want uh, Brenton want to know Thwaites or however you say his name. Oh, Fire. just a phenomenal uh, Dick Grayson. I'd like a movie Robin of him. I, I would like it or Nightwing, whatever. I do. I am getting excited with some of the promos I've seen for uh, DC's like crossover thing going on. What is the, it? You know, it's so Flash and Arrow and all of them are I think coming to an end. Yeah. And they're doing one final crossover. Oh. Okay. And bruh, I've seen some crazy sneak peeks, man. I I've seen some clips. Uh, Smallville makes an appearance. Oh wow. Yeah, they're crazy. Uh, Lucifer makes an appearance. Like they're just. They're throwing in like some of the other DC shows on CW. Lucifer is DC. Apparently, I didn't even know that. <laughs> that's 
That sounds pretty fire. I I liked the first two of those. I didn't really like the last one that much. Yeah. But the first two I liked a lot. Yeah, them fighting Nazis was stupid. Yeah, I, I like didn't like that. Alternate version, Nazi versions of themselves. I thought that was dumb. I I liked what they were trying to do, but yeah, the execution wasn't there. And the the one when that universes kept switching and like yeah. they were bad guys and like they he was Flash and Arrow was Flash yeah. and Flash was Arrow. I wouldn't really that was like the most recent one. I wasn't really big on that one, but I I'm excited. I'm excited every time they do something. The yeah. uh, DC shows. Uh and one last thing is uh, and this one I'll probably get to later than everything else, but uh I do want to watch uh, Watchmen. Oh uh, yeah. HBO yeah. so I'm seeing a lot of uh, looks very interesting. Yeah, I I started it cuz my um my grandmother is like a major binge watcher. Mm. Uh, and she came over and was like, you guys got to watch Watchmen. And she put it on for us. And I was like, eh, I kind of want to wait. I kind of wanted to wait, but then I couldn't stop watching it. It's fire. Yeah. I just, I don't like how some of these like HBO shows come out once a week. Yeah. Like they come out like a network show still. That's right. why I don't like the Mandalorian has been coming out once a week. I, I don't like that. Just give me the season. Yeah, that is crazy that they're doing that on on Disney Plus. I hope they don't do that with all the shows. That would suck. They probably will, <laughs> especially with like the high, you know, the high dollar casting shows. Like, um, what's the one that's coming out? Uh, the Winter Soldier and Hawk. I mean, and Falcon, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or whatever. Yeah. You know, that's gonna be once a week. No way they got they gotta put all that on there. Yeah. Uh, uh as far as movies, that's it for me as far as shows. But as far uh, as movies, I'm right at it with Star Wars. What is it, a week or two? Oh, uh, is, is it coming out already? Yeah, the twentieth. Oh, okay. That's fire. I'm I'm in there. I mean, I might not be in there right away because I'm sure it's gonna be sold the fuck out. Of course. Yeah. Uh, but this is it, right? Yeah, the finale. It's about time. I'm ready. I would. I was cool with the last one being the finale. I mean, I was cool with them having stopped like one before, but I actually need to watch the last one again. The yeah, last Jedi uh, is is a weird one because it kind of fucks up the a lot of the like continuity. Because, yeah. you know, Star Wars fans, they're, you know, Dallas Cowboy fans as far as movies go. Just, just <laughs> yeah. insane. No matter how they think Clone Wars is fire and, like, they think one and two are vicious and yeah. Harris, no one can be Harrison Ford again. Yeah, they, like, they you know, remember, all the like, all the little characters that nobody gives a fuck about. Yeah. They be begging for shows about those little characters that nobody gives a fuck about. Please no. Uh, you know they made um. Oh, go ahead, go ahead though. Finish. I'll come back to. This. Uh, but I'm a, I I I think Last Jedi was better than a lot of people think. Mm-hmm. In like totality, and I I'm, uh, like you said, I'm ready for the, these characters' story to be over. Yeah. Uh, I I want I want them to go in the, the Rogue One, uh, Han Solo. The, the Mandalorian, like, go in these other directions. I really liked Han Solo. and I know. Another people sleeper. People hate on that, too. 
Yeah, I don't like. How do you guys not like that? I thought he was really good. Um, I thought the story was good. I thought it was. It had a good um, flow. I thought it flowed very well, like a Star Wars movie without being a Star Wars movie. Rogue One is the I, same way too for me. Yeah, it is for sure, for sure. And the I like them bringing the other cast, you know, bringing more cast. Yeah. Instead of just, I don't want to see the same people every single movie. Maybe one person, but not everybody. Like, they didn't even do that in the. Uh, and the other Star Wars, to me, yeah, it, well, not the new, not the new, the second trilogy, they didn't do uh, the same characters in every movie, not like only them, like they did in these. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it should be a good movie season coming up. Yeah, that war movie looks cool. Uh, Midway. No, no, no. The one that's like about to come out for all these awards with the two it's like the world war one movie and the two guys are trying to like get somewhere to deliver a message oh yeah yeah it's a, it's called a 1918 or something 1912 i don't know one of those something like that yeah i know what you're talking about uh, that one looks cool but but star wars mm-hmm. is the big one yeah yeah let's close it out with uh the big the big news story from music yeah, man. Um, I don't have rest too in much peace. To say. Rest in peace, Juice World, man. Um, we waited till the end because, you know, we don't know how long we were gonna talk about it. But uh, for those Juice World fans, I'm sure you already know. I'm pretty sure everyone already knows. Yeah, it, it's it's upsetting. Um. You know the the music world. It needs to change, man. This this isn't it. This isn't how this isn't how guys should be living. How he was living isn't how guys should be living. And you, I mean, it, no one should be in the situation that he was in. I, I, that I just he, think these guys collectively they got to do a better job of like holding each other accountable. Because I think, to a certain extent, they create that lifestyle for themselves. They do. Absolutely. Uh, and it's just like, like you remember with the lean situation, like a couple guys came out and kind of went against it. Yeah, the um, UGK guys. And then it just it just dropped. Yeah. You know, and it's it's kind of similar to the shit with Kaepernick. It just like you kind of you mention it, it's uncomfortable. Nobody wants to like continue talking about it. And it seems like nobody really wants to do anything about it. Yeah. So, it's, it's uh, one of those situations. The other problem is, and I mean all due respect to all the artists involved, right? I don't mean, I'm not trying to disrespect anyone who has this problem. But the problem is the only people who talk about it in music are probably addicts. It's not like it's, um, it's not like you just did it one time, so you're gonna put it in your song, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the problem. Like the only people who bring it up are people who know about it very deeply, and probably already too deep than they should be, and that kind of that's kind of a problem because then it doesn't change because the only people who are trying to change it are people who are risking their lives already. 
so it has to be people who are already who can reach back and say, hey, you know, I made a mistake and I this is how you fix it, you know? Um <laughs> we can't we can't ask addicts to help addicts is my point. Right. That's all I'm saying. If they're if you're an addict, you're the hardest person uh you're the worst person to help another addict. And and I think the people like you know, the Drakes, J. Cole has done it, but the Drakes, the Pusha T's, the, you know, the guys who are seemingly living a clean life, as far as we know, they're the ones who need to say, like, look, man, that's not it, you know? It's, it's not it's not cool. You're not healthy. You're not safe. Um, And then, man, we just got to start we they just got to live better man the the other thing surrounding the issue is a problem in itself you know rest in peace to juice world um i'm sorry he was in that situation but he was in a situation that's the that's the biggest problem his um uh bodyguards had uh, unlicensed weapons he had 70 pounds of marijuana on on the jet it's wild yeah, come come on, guys. Pounds, dog. Did you see the pictures? Oh my god, no. Suitcases full, full of weed, dog. People, people are just getting out of hand. Like this is, it's that type of shit that gives marijuana a bad name. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and and the thing is, that's a federal. You can't you can't transport marijuana with intention to distribute. Yeah. That's a federal crime. I mean, so, you know, it, it's, we have to start living better. Musicians, you know, famous people in general, you guys have to start living better and not, this isn't, that's not it, man. That's not how you do it. You guys make a lot of money. Please. More dude, money than. Dude, honestly, honestly, I'd, I'd take, if it takes you putting out less content or like, you know, making less music. Uh, mm-hmm. that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Like, dude, and I, I know we banned him, but you see what AB said on some like video talking about they only love me when I'm playing football. Like, bro, <laughs> I feel like it's these kinds of guys that have that mentality of like my the only support I have is when I'm doing this that everybody knows me for, and, and that's such an unhealthy like way to think about it. It is. Right, it is, and the thing is, we have to, even as consumers, we have to start. We can't accept so much of the negativity and the nonsense in the music either, you know. Like I told, I told you before, I'm not streaming something that I'm, I don't agree with. Like I'm not giving him any streams, not for me. I'll illegally download it before I stream it, because if you stream it, then he thinks, oh. You guys like me talking about drugs? That's why you know what I, mean? I illegally download everything. <laughs> right. So, I mean, it, it, it's the... We can't keep supporting the stuff that we know is not the right lifestyle, man. Yeah, I think I think general, the casual fans, and we I've talked to you about this countless times, but yeah. the, ca- the casual fans are slow to react that... Now, at this age, it's now when you stream, 
that is the equivalent of of you buying an album yeah while the obviously you're not paying the same but you're still providing your time you're giving them the listen and that's where the where that comes in of like they think they're doing you know they're talking about what they know right they think they're doing what you guys want to hear and that's and that we have to stop a small a small part of that is just like people like to hear like pain almost yeah uh so i mean that's it's just a dynamic that's just it's easy to to come up with solutions you know talking about it but but as far as what needs to be done i mean it's it's difficult yeah and the last thing is we um it's not only the celebrities that are dying that's the part a lot of people miss they think it's just one out of well you know a million celebrities in the world that are dying from drug abuse or, you know, that are committing drug related crimes, but it's a, it, you're influencing hundreds of millions of people, billions of people who listen to the music and are also are, are doing this, but it's art. It's not art imitating life. It's just art. It's just them doing something that they might not even believe and glorifying something that obviously isn't worth glorifying. And, you know, the, the artists have to be responsible and the consumers have to be responsible. Everyone's responsible when something like this happens. So, um, that's all I got. You got anything else? No, man. R.I.P. Juice World. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Dog, Juice World. So many, I have so many tracks I like from him. What's your favorite? Uh, empty off his most recent the the one from what March it was I think. Death race for love. Yeah, flaws and sins was really good. I mean, I'm asking because which one you want to play as the outro? Uh, Give him a stream. So empty. All right. Um. So that's it for episode eighty four. We'll be back. Yeah, we'll be back. See you guys later. A uh, big big NFL weekend coming up. A lot yeah. of playoff implications. Yep. Uh, we'll, we'll break that down. We'll get into some of these NBA teams. Yeah, Christmas Day games coming up. So, yeah. even though two of them are kind of a wash, if Zion's not playing and none of the Warriors are playing, <laughs> so watch the Warriors still beat the Rockets. Oh, uh, I forgot for NBA. I didn't really want to get deep into it, but. Raptors, Raptors are defensively have been just incredible. Yeah. Yeah, they have. We got. We do need to talk about that next time too. Uh, we need to talk about all the best defensive they're, they're teams. They're getting all their guys back, so we're really getting a good good look at what they're gonna look like. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Everyone, go. Uh, you know. Give Juice World some streams. Uh, prayers out to his family and his friends. See you guys next time. From the
face, it's a dark place I roam Ain't no right way, just the wrong way I know I problem solve with styrofoam My world revolves around a black hole The same black hole that's in place of my soul uh, Empty, I feel so goddamn empty I may go wrong Don't tip me, big bullet hole Don't tip me, oh, Yeah, I'm keeping it real Find is a sign of the time From the unknown Now we live it up, driving with the rooftop missing. I don't give a fuck, really came from rags to riches. Now I live it up, driving with the rooftop missing. From the unknown. 